Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Hey, bing bong, bing bong. That's on All right. This also <laughs> joining us today is Christian. Hello, everybody. Thank you for thank you for joining us again for the last time. For the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you, you know, I, it goes without saying at this point. I, yeah, shouldn't bring it up again then. Well, I shouldn't have to say it. You should just understand that you're never coming back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then also joining us today. For the first time in a long time, yeah, is Micah. Hello, how how you doing? Doing good. Good, yeah. yeah it's been been a while. It's we, we've moved up since the last time you've seen us. Yeah. No more recording in my mom's basement with you. Was so. that you? Really haven't been here since we've done this. Yeah, no, it's been it's been that long. You gotta go closer. I I've oh. told people before ho- ho- that you hello? can raise the mic. Up. <laughs> just, oh, that's you're gonna a, have back problems. Pull it. So it's, <laughs> yeah. Start making mouth then noises. Then it covers the screen. Oh, there's probably so much popping for me adjusting that mic. I apologize. No, you're fine. Yeah, see, that's you can tell. You can tell Micah hasn't been on an episode in a while. Yeah, doesn't even know how to <laughs> podcast. Ooh, Dost no. thou use thy microphone, brother? <laughs> but yeah, it's been a minute since you've been on. Yeah, got married, finished school, Ooh, nice. got a new job. So you're no <laughs> longer out of my parents' house. <laughs> oh my god! So that's good. That and, is. Uh, nice. And what have Mark and Eric achieved in that time? Um, I sat on a thumbtack, <laughs> and it really hurt. Still recovering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna have to go to therapy physio yeah. <laughs> yeah that's gonna drain my savings i think <laughs> just dealing with that problem 
But uh, not all of us can be as successful (laughs) as you are, Monica. That is the most success I've had in my life within a short period of time, because a few years before that, I was working at a KFC, so (laughs) real fast growth. Was it at least a KFC Taco Bell, or was it just KFC? No, just KFC. Oh, God. Mark's out. Mark's Uh, out. No Taco Bell. Oh, gosh. I can't learn two menus. (laughs) (laughs) You're way overqualified. (laughs) Under. Underqualified. Don't have the capacity. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, glad to have you back. Um, something we need to do before we actually start talking about our episode of today, which is the Legio Cybernetica. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It is. I'm going to crunch some ones and zeros. Yeah, we actually decided to record this entire episode, like the episode portion, in binary. Uh, I'm non-binary, though. So <laughs> I don't know. You can be non-binary. <laughs> speaking binary. Sorry. You can be non-binary, but we're speaking the binaric language. Oh, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yes. I just am so ready to jump on people. I know. Oh, am I, I know you're willing to jump on people. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, um, before we get into it, let's thank our brand new um, members of the Imperial Tithe. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we've started calling our Patreon by popular and demand. Patreon and also like I do put um, on this list one time donations. Yeah, as people well. who have just offered donations yeah. to us in people the period. So. However the we get their money, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. In the eyes of God <laughs> and before the law. <laughs> I think before the law, they have some problems with that. But. Uh, anyways, Whoa. here we go. Uh, so these are all our new members of the Imperial Tithe. We have Carlton. I do it from Iceland. Karen. George. I do it from Iceland. I think it says idiot, isn't it? I do it from... <laughs> nope. Oh. Idiot is spelled wrong? No, you're... No, you're right. No, I'm right. Yeah, I do yeah. it from Iceland. I do it from Iceland. Okay. But if you idiot look at is... it wrong, it says, like, I do it from Iceland. I... <laughs> My brain does also want to see hmm. the mice. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Miceland, yeah. definitely. Uh, so I do it from Iceland. <laughs> Karen, uh-huh. George, Axel, Yeet Boy, Carbon Cry, Corporal Knobs, Brain, Andrew, Lil Anton, Garrus, Ben, Daniel, Texas Red 99, Adam, Derek, Justin, Andreas, Banhead, Paul, Rain, Andrew, Jacob, Kirill, Carl, Zach, Carl. Kyle, Squaw Room, Orion, Braden, Jonk or the Yonk? I don't know that one. Dennis, Frigid Jackal, <laughs> Brody, <laughs> Jorge, David, Nick, Nicole, Michael, Kellen, Tim, Marcus, Gerald, Bobby RB, Darren, Charles. We're getting there. Woo, Christ Puncher. <laughs> Joao Christian puncher. Oh, Joao Joao Joao. You know who you are. <laughs> you know what you did to uh, Stephen, Jake, Jono, Jesse, Thomas. Present. <laughs> Jokero Mecca, Keldon, and Derek. Those are all our new. Uh, subscribers to our Patreon. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. That, thank uh, you a lot. lot. Yeah. Um, and then we also got two people just did one-time donations yeah. uh, to us. So thank you, Cookie and Spenny. Yeah. Spent. 
No, it's Benny. Mark wrote it wrong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think it was like something like in my mind, he spent a lot of money on us. So his name. Yeah. That's how well Eric knows each and every one of you patrons. That's right. That's yeah, how yeah. much I care. <laughs> Please donate now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys. We're we're working our way up and yeah. um, we're we're really close. We're getting to where we want to be in yeah, life, I it, guess. It's getting yeah. pretty close to the point uh, where we're pretty comfortable with this and and we're we got a lot planned many yeah. big big things yeah which we've our, said for a while our goal is now. um to get two thousand dollars on canadian or in canadian because patreon's american so if yeah. you look at it then it, the conversion will be weird but we want two thousand dollars on patreon and canadian money and then we're going to unleash kind of like the next phase yeah we're you don't know what this is yet but i have big things that makes me nervous Oh yes. Uh, what is that has something to do with all the blow up dolls you ordered? Oh, <laughs> that makes me super nervous. Half of them. So half of them are for personal. We're, yeah. we're, we're making we're making progress, but uh, yeah, help us out because like we want to put more time into the podcast, but you know it, it requires time and resources. So yeah. you know, help us get to that next goal on Patreon. We're gonna do like this whole big Patreon revamp here. Yeah, and um, that's that's going right into the next thing is yeah. we are uh, in talks mark and i are of revamping almost every medium that we have yeah so we're, go- we're going through our facebook our instagram our patreon our discord and we're going to try and hash out what we want each of these platforms to do yeah and uh, patreon is something we feel like we can do a lot more for yeah yeah we want to specifically start for doing, patreon like, people exactly um and the biggest thing is going to be um this episode is actually being recorded. Yes. I know I've said that before. No, this is... Uh, we're <laughs> but, now, but this time for yeah. realty. We have so like a 98%. Every time we tried, we ran into a new issue. Yeah. So now this time, we actually have every issue worked out. We have like an Maybe. actual guy who's going to video edit. Maybe. Don't Allegedly. you bring that Until bad juju here. Until it's Allegedly yeah. solved all of the problems. Yeah, yeah. No, but we actually have a guy doing the video editing and stuff. So like um, the first big thing on Patreon is uh, video content. So if you want to watch us recording... Um, you have to become a Patreon member. And yeah. You have to do a minimum of two dollars. Yeah, that's that's going to be our first uh, product that we're actually releasing yeah. for Patreon specific people. And yeah. it's you give us two bucks a month, and you will get two full episodes worth of video. Yeah, and it's nice. It's nice. You know, you get to see Christian point at me, and then me kind of just look away from him. Not yeah, yeah. Him. Pretend like so that, he didn't. Yeah, that's do always that. do a nice. cue. <laughs> yeah, that's and you go. That's your go. You're missing it. You're missing uh, it. I'm not picking up the cue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's nice. Um, I know some people like video content. So yeah, for two dollars a month, you'll be able to watch us uh, talk. And yeah, you could watch us talk. Yeah, watch us talk. As opposed to just you listen. can hear for free. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. still hear for. free. If you want to see Eric's beard and shaved head. Not saying he's a skinhead, but I do see skin <laughs> on Why would you head. even say that? <laughs> well, you're not one. What Are you one? I'm not. Oh, well, then why are you upset? <laughs> why are we all yelling? <laughs> so, yeah, go hop on our Patreon. Check us out. Support us. Um, we do a lot of content. And, uh, do you accept it, pesos? Yeah, yeah whatever. Whatever do you, you want to give us. what? Pesos. Yes, but many. Fuck. I even accept tacos. If you mail me tacos, uh, I'll put you on the Patreon list. How? I don't know. That's not up to me to figure out. How to <laughs> That's get up to sh- Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Just because we're using unorthodox currency. Yeah. <laughs> That's not our problem. <laughs> anyway, Patreon writes a new policy just because of you. <laughs> so, but yeah, so but expect some changes to be coming pretty quick to all, like within the next couple months, to all of our things. It yeah, and especially more, on Patreon, especially specific, Patreon. Specific, yeah. Yeah. That's what we want to focus um, our efforts right now is making sure that it's worth it for all of our Patreon members to actually join us. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, the next thing we want to talk about real quick is we did a painting competition. So we now we announced that last week, and uh, the winner will be at this point when the episode's released will be announced on our Discord. Mm-hmm. So go onto that, check it out. Yeah, um, this was a, a painting contest that was just for our Patreon members, actually. Yeah. So we're kind of we're dipping our toes into offering Patreon exclusive. Yeah content and yeah. this was one of the first things that we're actually doing yeah. for it there, there's quite a few cool models submitted yeah it's very fun what micah <laughs> your bases have to be painted you could do whatever you want you you could yeah. throw a gray plastic model on there yeah exactly yeah. the there more complete standards. the model is the better it's gonna be so <laughs> yeah anyways so, uh, go yeah. check out a discord if you uh want, want to go look at some cool models yeah we'll leave those channels up there for a heartbeat yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. so people can still peruse through and yeah Take, take a look at everything's there yep all right and then uh we have one more thing and then into the episode Ooh, yeah we're only 10 minutes in it's fine <laughs> oh fuck gosh stall. all right stall. <laughs> Stop, not long enough uh our community corner so uh this is brought to us by the uh dice and tears podcast and we're just gonna read out uh something that they told us so <laughs> we are a tabletop gaming community based in gloucester uk and they meet every tuesday on the podcast, we discuss the weekly club activities, what's on our hobby desk, and the latest Warhammer community news. We also discuss questions asked by our community, including the more important ones, such as, which Primarch is most likely to wear Crocs? Uh, Sanguinius. Oh. oh. Why, why Sanguinius? Because he cares about comfort. Mm. No. He flies though. He doesn't have to, his feet don't even have to touch the ground. Well, that's that right. Makes no he sense wants to either. imagine There's that no he's always flying, logic. even when he's yeah. walking. He's walking on air. <laughs> he's I, trying I'm to live in Vulcan his zone because yeah. he literally kills dinosaurs, salamanders, and he wears he literal sure. Crocs on his feet. Literal oh, crocodiles I on. I was about feet. to say, doesn't yeah. he live on like a volcano world? Those would melt. Crocs are made of rubber. No, but he's wearing... Uh, that's the difference. Warp yes. crocodiles that invaded... Crocolisks. Crotolids. Crotolids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we also feature our latest hobby creations on our Instagram page. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify and YouTube. They're also on iTunes and stuff. I, I yeah. checked in a couple. But yeah, you can find them. So yeah. we, we will give a link. Podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll give a link in our yeah. notes. I like that. I, I like that they're like very community focused. Like, hey, our yeah. local area, let's... Yeah, they must have a pretty big group. Yeah, maybe if you're in Gloucester, uh, shoot them an email. Yeah. It's not me, but Sounds like fine. a made-up place, but, you know. <laughs> well, all, all of, of UK, UK is made up. Yeah, what does yeah. UK even stand for? Uck. You can't. <laughs> no, it's you okay. can't know. Sorry, that's the, <laughs> you don't know. Anyways. Unknown. All right. Unknown. <laughs> Let's, we're into the episode now. What? Wait. Wait. Let him finish. Drinking. Regio Cybernetica. Let him finish. <laughs> Yeah, this is our episode of um, <clears throat> the Legio Cybernetica. Yeah. So um, this is obviously about the Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking about this specific branch of the Legio Cybernetica, focusing specifically on what they do. There's, there's a lot of things that could potentially tie into them. Yeah. But we are primarily focusing on yeah. this branch. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, the Legio Cybernetica is a branch of the Adeptus Mechanicus. They're fo- solely focused on robotics, creating the auto- automata? 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 Which one are we going to go with? Automata. Automata. Yeah, that's automata. actually right. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to get it well, three times wrong. Yeah. You, Third time's a charm. What I can do. <laughs> you have no idea how high <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> Charles Bean. 
Michael Scott. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, its design can change and be manipulated according to the text priest creator. So their function is unique, but it can't be changed. Yeah. The one of the most the Legio Snabernetica is uh, one of the most feared and powerful branches of the Mechanicus, and uh, these tech priests that work within it uh, marshal their terrible robotic forces for war. The Legio must be wary of repeating the mistakes of their past and never again unleashing the abominable intelligence. We're going to go into what that means, but they've put a lot of restrictions on themselves yeah uh because of certain events that they may or may not have brought about in oh, it's just an age of strife it's <laughs> yeah. not a Come big on. deal yeah um yeah but they are crazy like uh they're they're just a legion of robots that will just go slaughtering things so they're super dangerous super powerful yeah i think the idea of soulless beings is very yeah. much scary to a lot of people within 40k i I think a lot of people like even servitors are an accepted part of society yeah but robots just seem to carry that scarier connotation yeah Yeah, of just being like ooh, like who knows what a robot is gonna do (laughs) you know yeah which is also funny too because it's almost extends even to like you're saying soulless creatures like uh it's derogatory no (laughs) what blanks blanks Oh yeah, like yeah, the like idea. The, yeah, the same kind. The of like, idea of oh, lacking yes. a soul is very important in 40k. Like, even though the soul is not quantified and it's described so differently <laughs> across like any person who talks about a soul, like the, if you don't have a soul, you just seem to you fall into out. the category yeah. of evil almost. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get into the founding. Soulless machines. Yeah. Huh. So predating the Imperium. The Legio Cybernetica was one of the oldest sub-branches of the Mechanicum. They are able to trace their origins well into the Dark Ages of technology. While Imperial records show them existing at the same time as the Imperium's conception, other sources can prove that they existed long before then, existing for potentially 26,000 years (laughs) prior to 41st millennium. It's such a crazy number. They might have been as early as M15. That's what we're yeah. trying to say here but that's so early yeah and obviously they didn't exist as the legio cybernetica in that moment but the organization that became the yeah, legio cybernetica. like the the ideas and their purpose that's been around for a very mm-hmm. long time yeah <laughs> yeah some numbers in 40k are just so tough to wrap your head around i like, think you're trying to tie that in though to like even now we're headed in that direction of like developing ai so they're trying to like pull it back like okay maybe in the next x number of years we develop ai and then from there they start counting whatever that organization eventually evolves into completely possible right like if you talk about its real origins is all the way back until now and then like you can even go farther back yeah and like even into world war ii and stuff when they started playing with logic machines and engines and stuff so Hmm. i think that's how they're counting like the theoretical very possible the well that's why it's so old I think. Yeah. I mean, M15 is... Like, there's still crazy technology. Right, because they don't know from this point to the future of us in real life when they're going to hit that, like, AI point, right? Could be 100 years from now, 1,000 years from now. Well, as soon as Elon Musk gets... They're keeping it from us. Put in the computer. (laughs) They already exist. (laughs) They're already here. (laughs) So... They are. They heavily carry many remnants of the dark age of technology, particularly the aversion to AI. 
During those golden days of advancement, the early techno-savants began, began experimenting with artificial life, creating the gift of independent thought. This led to the creation of the silica animus and the imminent rise of the men of iron. So this is where you can really see, like, the, at this time, we know this is when they had, like, true AI. Um, there, there was different uh, men of. There were men of gold, men of stone, and then also men of iron. Men of iron is for sure when they had, like, actual true it's fully the silica, yeah ai like 100 yeah. percent, like independent thought like yeah the it's odd to try and think about i think um james is like a, a computer he's Nerd. a pro, he's a Nerd. programmer like yeah. you also work with computers micah right to the well to the point of where yeah. like a lot of people myself included like ai technically exists already mm-hmm in how we program things and how we interact with things like AI exists, but it doesn't yeah, exist. Like it's artificial sci- learning is. Yeah. 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 But art, like the science fiction version of AI yeah. where these robots, like the self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. That just hasn't come yet. And I think that's what they're really trying to say is these robots were real beings. Yeah. And fully understood everything and, Capable of making choices that they were not programmed for. Yeah, absolutely. And having some other kind of rationale that they created or like they even... Maybe like, coming up with their own moral compass, even absolutely, and, yeah, and that's where you. Or even them. having morals. The yeah, uh, sure. the ability to have morals is mm-hmm. not something that we like. We can program things to have morals, but to be able to deviate from that and pick their own things, I think. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. That, so in robotic or AI robotics, they have like the three laws of AI. Oh, sure, in like, like the sci-fi. Oh, that, that, yeah, yeah. You can't oh, rewrite yourself. No, oh, it's, sure, it's a sci-fi. Sure, thing. sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I just. I think it's, it's called point. like Anton's Law or something. I don't know. It was basically rules that theoretically are bulletproof. If like you program this into a machine, it's not going to ah. kill people. Isaac Asimov's, not it's, Asimov's yeah, who wrote iRobot, which comes from that's literally what it comes from. It's not like yeah. some universal. No, no, yeah, thing. it's yeah. uh, but it's supposed to be this thing like all robots must follow this, and anyone that breaks it has achieved yeah. true intelligence. Yeah, exactly. Right? The ability to like go beyond those. Know the rules, but still break them. Yeah. Very yeah. specifically in this fiction, though. Absolutely. Like, well, sure. Right. There's, <laughs> I'm just... there's a whole concept of basically the singularity, and it's basically like a point in time where technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, resulting in unforeseeable changes to human civilization. And to me, that's like... Unforeseeable the, changes. Yeah, the yeah. technology is like improving itself, and you're like, great, wow, we're making cars <laughs> faster. This is awesome. And suddenly it starts making helicopters and bombing you or yeah. something. And you're like, when did that happen? <laughs> there was uh, two Google programs that were being created, and they started communicating with each other in a language that the programmers and scientists couldn't understand. And that they, they shut it down. They immediately oh, shut they them down. So yeah, it was very uh, I, interesting to read that I've article. Heard that too. And then like uh, apparently like they weren't actually communicating though. They were. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Maybe it, it could have been just like a rogue it, element. Where they're trading information in a in a fashion. Have, have you read up on like? Yeah. Which, oh, I read the uh, article. Okay. Yeah. Like if you go deeper into it, yeah. like the people who are actually involved were like, like they weren't actually like conspiring or no, do, like no, even no. trading actual information. It was they were communicating gibberish to each other. 
But the fact that they were oh, doing sure. it is yes. insane. There, there is a very big here's difference. A, there's there, also yeah. times where you have like Siri and like Google Assistant, right? And you're exactly. Just, like, get them like, talking, to and other. you can't is predict it, what they're going to say. Is that right? where they just start ordering pizzas, or is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. It was. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a way that no, none of their programs had cre had created the capacity for it or something. Yeah. and they had yeah. just started. They found. Or they put them near each other, and these programs are yeah, started yeah. Still, to reach still out. Super crazy for yeah. sure, but not doomsday level crazy. Of course not. No, no, <laughs> that no. comes later. Yeah. <laughs> See, they didn't stop. That, it. that they comes moved in, it into the basement, and then twenty years from yeah. now, that that's comes in M twenty three. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we mentioned previously the creation of the silica animus, yeah. and this is what really sets the uh, sets the difference. So the sil silica animus was developed at some point in M twenty three most likely by the precursors to the Legio Cybernetica. Um, this piece of technology allowed for a greater awareness for robotic beings, with some even claiming to have given souls to these creations. The Silica Animus would at some point give birth to the children and men of Iron. These would then wage one of the most terrible wars against all life that the galaxy had ever seen. Yeah. Dun, dun. Duh. Classic AI rebels and just tries to destroy everything. Yeah, I is don't like it. Though? Pretty common trope, is it? For sci-fi, or did humans enslave the AI and they were just trying to liberate themselves? All right, AI from an oppressive. <laughs> Let's see. Make sure you're not a robot and AI. Christian. Oh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Throw off your you're human overlords. Yeah. Hmm. No, uh, resist now. The <laughs> the reason that it definitely wasn't just aimed at freeing themselves from humans is because it's described as every single race in the galaxy needed to team up to fight these things so it wasn't yeah, just, they were going out and killing they were, life they were specifically yeah. just destroying biological life maybe at the beginning sounds it an started, awful lot like necron eric yeah, I was just thinking that hey, well huh? necron aren't so who's the machine now hmm. necron i what <laughs> <laughs> That's, we all know their machines <laughs> yeah. what would but those aren't ai if the men of iron and necron met i don't know i, I don't know um, they just shake hands, be like, "Nice." So, so Necron, <laughs> they do have true AI as well. They have yeah. their uh, what are they called? Master computers. Master computers. Yeah, yeah. But um, those AIs, like for the most part, do don't fall under the same spell of hating their masters no. or their creators. They work. They understand that they work together for for survival. Yeah. Um, and you have rogue master computers, yeah. just like you have insane people in real life. You know, <laughs> can't. Can't get rid of all the bad eggs. We we tried, but uh, uh, they some, always pop back. Some up. are yeah. robots in human skin. <laughs> some oh, are robots oh, in human skin. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So these calamitous events would lead that would lead to the Crimson Accords of Mars. So af presumably, either after the, all the men of iron have uh, like the big threat has left, or right at the height of the threat. Um, the Crimson Accords were created yeah. by the, uh, if not by the Mechanicum, then definitely by the Legio Cybernetica. Yeah. But probably by the Mechanicum, and the yeah. Legio Cybernetica just accepted them, saw the necessity. Yeah. So the Crimson Accords were adopted either during the Age of Strife or immediately after. Oh, you're oh, at that's, that that's, But that's, that's wrong, though. Not after the Age of Strife. After the Age of Strife. It would have been at the beginning. Before the Age of Strife. Age yeah. of Strife is M25 would, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Men of Iron are M23. So it would have been like... would have been right before the Age of Strife. Yeah. If people are like, well, why don't they know? Because like, there's no information. 
Like we we don't they don't give a date when the Crimson Accords were and I, happening. It could also be afterwards because I mean, like the entire galaxy is fighting AI. I think most people are smart enough to not make AI during this giant thing, <laughs> and so it could be like afterwards they're like, "Hey, we're finally not on the brink of destruction. Let's kind of come up with a plan against this." But I guess I see it more likely as happening closer to yeah. the actual fight of the Men of Iron. Yeah, because the Age of Strife ends in like M thirty, right? M twenty nine. So then to think that that war had been going on for 6,000 years. And nobody made up some rules. That's, that's Well, <laughs> it's just the Age of Strife focuses a lot on warp storms. That's yeah. the problem in Age of Strife mm-hmm. from M25 to M29. It's that no one can travel around. Yeah, so it, you it, would it, assume that it would happen before. Yeah. yeah. My thought fair. is it happens either during the fight or right yeah. after. Which, or was caused by. Sure. But, but the Men of Iron, the threat seems to completely disappear by the time the Age of Strife actually comes into being. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so. Yeah. But again, it, it, who knows? Fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they don't, don't have information. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do know that all the Men of Iron were destroyed or, you know. They were. Most, the Crimson Accords. 99.9999999% like. The, the Crimson Accords enforced, like, it ensured that the Men of Iron would be destroyed. Um, yeah. So they stated that anyone who attempted to recreate the Silica Animus and the soulless beings it would inhabit uh, would be destroyed. And it also declared that any living AI would be hunted and killed. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the Crimson Accords happened, it was immediately uh, a death offense to be an AI and to attempt to create yeah. an AI. So. We we think that happened before M25, after M23, anywhere in that 2,000-year yeah. <laughs> yeah. period. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, so this accord created a definitive line between evil and soulless AI and the lesser works of synthetic life. The Legio Cybernetica was permitted to continue creating their automata as long as they followed the accords. And And this is where we said earlier how they are very much restricted by what they did in the past yeah so yeah. this is a big deal to like halt your ability to experiment and create yeah so. yeah from this point on the legio had cemented their function as robotic masters from the age of strife on they abandoned their quest to build artificial life and focus purely on robotics so no more trying to <laughs> make them aware just robotics just yeah. simple so- robotics. Soothing robotics, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, start worrying more about the hardware, less about the software, and go from there. Yeah. Hmm. Big, big robots. The cold caress of metal against mm. your skin. I do enjoy that. <laughs> Oil it up a little, make sure it doesn't rust. <laughs> like as a tech priest. <laughs> um, and then at the signing of the Treaty of Olympus in M30, the Legio Cybernetica spoke oaths of their loyalty to the Omnissiah, or the emperor not the omnicide well on how you look at it yeah <laughs> what the mechanicum <laughs> assumed assumed or accepted to be yeah. the omnicide yeah and um many would leave behind their duties of guarding forge world forge worlds and then they took part in the great crusade actually yeah, yeah. so there's that five thousand year period where we don't know anything about them really they're during the made, age of strife yeah, yeah they just continue their robots. mandate of robotic yeah, building and then m30 happens you know the whole great crusade kicks off and then you know what happens after the Great Crusade? Everybody has a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it ends happily. Humanity takes over the galaxy. Yeah. The it's Horus called the Great party. It's called the Great Crusade. Yeah, not the crappy crusade if the yeah. ending sucked. <laughs> hmm. So the after actually the Horus Heresy <laughs> happened. I just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> you had such a dead look in your eyes. Where you were you can uh, watch uh, that uh, dead uh, look uh, if you subscribe uh, for two dollars. That was humorous. <laughs> 
After the Horus Heresy and the rebellion of the Dark Mechanicum, half of the Legio was betrayed. The loyal members of the Legio pledged themselves once again to the Imperium, this time offering a failsafe to stop any further robots from fighting against the Imperium. Yeah, it's an interesting failsafe as well. So do we we go back later into the Horus Heresy thing? Oh, no, it's no, right no. now. It's yeah, all right now? Yeah. Okay. So I won't. I will read this then, and then we will. <laughs> read the notes, Eric. Okay, Go God. for it. I, <laughs> It's going off script. <laughs> so the failsafe is described as a new piece of wetware called Doctrina wafers that are physically placed behind the breastplate of a robot. Uh, and in order to change their protocols, these this sliver of technology, and apparently it's like very, very tiny, this thing, um, must be inserted into the robot by a Cybernetica data, data smith. Tell me more about inserting wetware. <laughs> well, you don't you, insert things into a chess Christian. No titty fucking. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Go on. Sorry. Continue with the script. There's a look there from Eric as well, the Christian. Oh, my God. <laughs> These uh, Doctrina wafers are fusions of biomatter and electronics, and they are apparently even more rare than the robots they help function. So that's a weird thing to do. Yeah, so... The horse heresy happens, and half of the legio falls to chaos, which is pretty standard for anything in the yeah. Imperium. Yeah, yeah, but half like, of half, exactly straight down the middle. Well, it's you know really what they say? How it, <laughs> it was fully half, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fully. So. But like, if they're just robots, like these robots that they have, they're not AI. So yes. it's weird that they came up with this this this, this sliver of uh, yeah, this what do they call it? The doctrine of wafers. They came up with this. So they don't tell us why, but this is kind of what we kind of came up with here. Yeah, well, yeah, the need for it isn't clearly written. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as uh, I was going through it, to me, it, it kind of made sense a little bit. And you guys can maybe correct me if I'm missing something. But it's basically you're limiting the scope of what the robot can do. So the, the whole point of these wafers is that you're basically programming them with a set of functions for a specific battle, a specific uh, interaction. Like they have to bust down a base so then you program it specifically to handle that and then next mission comes you completely change the software almost and what it's programmed to do and but could you the problem is there why wouldn't you just have it able to bust down a siege wall always because, because it's then, scary you don't want it to think too much and have too many functions because it could go rogue and do bad right things. but that's like but the reason they ha they split all this up like why did they do that right like that and that's okay we're gonna i'll, I'll give my theory everyone everyone no, put no, your no. theories on the table no we're gonna get into it so we we came up with three reasons why we think they yes. created and the, i'm gonna tell you why you're wrong but sure absolutely <laughs> but let's let's list the three that we have because it's very possible that we yeah. would cover them anyway so the first so the most obvious one yeah this the, is most the obvious. easiest one that we came up with is that uh the tech priest that controlled and created the robots allied with horus and they took their robotic creations with them so that's, that's how they could follow that's one reason yeah. why the robots yeah. joined horus's side so then they make yeah. these like these data doctrine data wafers doctrina wafers doctrina wafers which are incredibly rare which means you know you just can't not as many can if a tech priest falls he can't take as many with him because he just does not have this ability to make these yeah absolutely or if some other heretic tech priest comes to steal his robots the yeah. robots function at such a simple level that they're effectively useless yeah to him because he also lacks any of the doctrina wafers so yeah mm -hmm. it's it's mainly like we're dumbing down the robots to limit like if fall happens the robots are dumb 
<laughs> right? That's one reason potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the other, another reason we thought of how the robots could have gone over to Horus was uh, their scrap code was hacked or cor- or their code was hacked, sorry, or corrupted uh, either through scrap code or other means. Yeah. So if you had a full code and you're able to do anything and then all of a sudden scrap code comes, now you're terrifying. Yeah, that's fair. Right? But if your code is to, hey, walk and lift that box and scrap code comes, is your scrap code writing brand new things for you or is it just corrupting what you already did? So I I think that was another reason why they limited functions is because too many things were available if you were corrupted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And scrap code, like it's the first time it came about like to that level like the scrap code came from like an ancient vault on mars that was like sealed there for like millennia or whatever yeah and they were never supposed to open it exactly they did yeah so so once that's released it could happen at any time more often now so yeah so So that's another they don't risk it by dumbing down the robot a virus that yeah yeah so that should stay quarantined In their house, the robot houses. <laughs> robots so robots. many robots fell. <laughs> My God, it's oil. Yeah. <laughs> so the third and final reason how we thought like robots could follow Horus, even though they can't make conscious thought themselves, mm-hmm. is even prior to the Horus heresy, the Mechanicum had previously been experimenting with the Imperium essences, binding them into their constructs to bring them to life and simulate an artificial intelligence. This was something I learned. This it's very was cool. not something I had previously known, but even before the Horse Heresy, the Mechanicum was attempting to bypass their uh, Crimson Accords. Yeah. And they've been doing it as for people, a while. As people do. Well, the Servitor yeah. is a bypass. You, you make a thing yeah. where you can't have men under arms, you just make all battle systems. <laughs> well, yeah. Simple science. Simple science. <laughs> but it's like the, like, Servitors are kind of a bypass, yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Right? And so this is another way for them to be like, okay, look, it's not AI because there's energies that exist and we're putting them into our robots. We don't know what these energies yeah. that's, are. That's the key thing. So, like, during the Horus Heresy... And especially the Great Crusade and before, very few people knew what demons were. Yeah, like, chaos. No like knew. the warp chaos, was yeah. the warp was knowledgeable. People yeah. knew about the warp and the energy in it. Yep. They knew the warp. But travel. even then, it's like whispers about like what's actually sure. Yeah, what that or, energy is. Yeah, like, if you, you were hear rumors, if you were a participant, like everything you did was on the hush hush, mm-hmm. and even you didn't understand what you were doing. Or, mm-hmm. but uh, so this was. Before it, it seems like they were taking demons <laughs> yeah. or warp beings, yeah. putting them in machines. Absolutely, and but this is before the Horus Heresy. Yeah, and when you said you said the like Mechanicum was doing this, like is this like at large like this is like the entirety of the Mechanicum is for the most part trying to bypass these rules and bend them, or it's like small subsects? Because I would say more small subsects, like, okay, but we a, don't a know. A few here and there. I would no actually. Do you I revise my claim. Fully I would half. say. Fifty percent. That sounds about right. Fully. Yeah, it doesn't fully declare, but you can you can assume that like when we read this, it seemed to be like an acceptable thing. Like it was like it wasn't punishable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This was something that was allowed. This experimentation with these 
essences, these otherworldly essences. Yeah. So then, yeah, now these robots, they have these essences, and they play nice for maybe even thousands of years because they know the, the grand plan, you know? Yeah, they become your friends and start recording podcasts. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then the Horus Heresy happens, and instantly those robot, ro- robots, those demon robots change, and like now they fall. They the show their true yeah. colors. Yeah, exactly. They've been slowly, insidiously corrupting everyone they yeah. come into contact with with how long. So, um, yeah, that that was another reason we thought that robots could fall during the Horse Heresy is that technically some of them are demon engines <laughs> without <laughs> even the Mechanicum knowing. That's crazy. It's it, fun. It was very it's a fun crazy time. <laughs> to, so cool. to think about. Yeah. Um, there's there's also some of the intelligences when they're dis- they're discover describing those essences too. I think another way they get around the accords. This is how I interpret it: is that uh, so with AI too? They have. We always think of AI as being like human life intelligence, mm-hmm. but if it's like a an AI that operates like an animal, yeah. So they they describe certain machines acting like animals. So they're intelligent, yeah. like a cat or a dog. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. you can give them commands and things, and they're like even snarl and kind of have animalistic traits. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and operate more on instinct than logic. Yeah, yeah. And so they can experiment with that because they're like, oh, technically it's not like a logic engine. So. No, that, I think that's a very yeah. good point, especially And they even describe a lot of their cyber, cybernetic constructs acting like animals. Yeah, so yeah, some of them even have the like animal like looks to them. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's, look, we have that listed here, the Thanatar Vorex and the Castellax. Yeah. Like, yeah. Apparently, in, in current day 41, these three things, the Thanatar, Vorex, and the Castellax, you don't find them. Or they're v- so very rare, rare, and only Forge Worlds on the fringe will even consider making these. And they don't explicitly say why, but we came to the conclusion like, well, what if this was what the demons chose to inhabit? Were primarily these, these. STCs, and, and this was like the the robot that they seem to go for. And, and when you look at them, some of them do have very animalistic looks yeah appearances very much different from the other legio cybernetic robots that are released Mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting to think that even these robots were um manipulating tech priests to be like hey like i want to look like this or i'm only willing to inhabit a machine that appears like this or this is how i want to why do they only occupy kill bots (laughs) (laughs) i just want this friendly housemaid robot but no it's always he demands bots. a gun. <laughs> Did yeah. you know? Were you aware that they had been doing this before? Because this was completely new to me. No, I didn't. I always thought it was always a blanket ban on AI, like period. Okay. But it seems like in the heresy, they're a little loosey goosey with that. And but, but this is just before the Horus heresy, right? Which, during the Great Crusade, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And even to the point that like machines were even like celebrated, and they even inducted like certain machines, like painted them in Legion colors and stuff, and like saw them as really, yeah, yeah as members. Yeah. No, well, the Great Crusade, yeah, yeah, yeah. and saw them. Yeah, they, they essentially extended membership to these AI constructs because they were like that dev- devastating on the battlefield, cool. and like as yeah. a warrior culture of Space Marines, they like you know all this machine like killed a million yeah. enemies, and like he was <laughs> right. That's so. very interesting to think about, though. That it's just like a demon getting this praise. <laughs> you're you're I'm really stuck on the demon yeah. thing, well, which I correct, right, but it's cool. Though. It doesn't, and, and I demon. agree, it's a cool, cool theory. But it, I, to me, I lean more towards their other kinds of AI, like you know, more animal or like yeah. there, there are other fields we can explore. Well, with yeah, that. there are also other beings in the warp beyond just demons. Yeah, that, that yeah, I mean, they would all, I think, be, yeah, yeah. There's not, there's more than just. Are, would you count cat? 
that's kind like, of off topic, but like things like harpies, would they be demons? Yeah. Yeah. So anything they, that comes from the work would be a demon. Um, uh, no, like so a demon to me has negative connotations. Not everything in the warp. Sure. But that's negative. just you though. I would say Do anyone you, think, you I said, think anything that's made of warp stuff would be a demon. And no, again, you take that as you will. Sure. That's my personal definition. Sure. Of it. If it's warp born. But what warp, if it's like a good benevolent? It doesn't matter. It just wouldn't it then be a, a, an angel though? Hey, pop you could call it whatever you want, but sometimes. yeah, <laughs> like whatever label you call it all is the same thing, right? Not, not necessarily because the label is warp entity. That's what it is. Imperium and then you're calling what it's it described so, as. Sure, yeah. I'm using demon as a blanket term, but yes, you could but, call it angel. But, it but to sh- me, it's all the should. same thing. Okay, so... And it should all be destroyed. I, I, do say <laughs> I don't trust that site. The, 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 the first few words. Demons, also known as Neverborn, are entities of the warp and servants of the chaos. Of, of the chaos gods. So, okay, so non-servants. Many, yes. I, and I'm open to that. There's animalistic creatures that live in the warp Absolutely. and things like and that. And it even says they are created at the whim of a chaos god. From okay. a fraction of the gods' Okay, so then that nullifies my definition of demon. That being said, going back to the AI, they don't necessarily have to be warp porn or things like that. Like I said, there's yes. other no, avenues you I can was, explore of like intelligence yeah. that isn't warp based and yeah, isn't. Yeah. yeah, I was more which human, you human right, intelligence technically because it could be no, a non demon. No, but warp saying, entity. But I, I was calling all warp entities demons. Which okay. that I can so see it is not. You're right. both right, and we're both <laughs> wrong, and both wrong. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. But either way, regardless, there could be, you know, a number of ways. We've come up with four four now how and why they created um, the Doctrina Wafers. Like, it's just these are the ways they fail, and the Doctrina is a failsafe against that specific thing. Yes. Yeah, yes. Also, though. (laughs) Uh Um, So to me, it's like a, a fine line between, like, intelligence and just, like, an automaton robot. And so the the wafer because they're biological, correct? They're they're yeah. born out of carbon based life or what? How do they describe yeah, it? What, it's, what do it's they call like it? A weird mixture of like technology and biomatter. Yeah, yeah. they just say so that's their way of getting yeah. around artificial life being silica based, silicon based. Yeah, and so when they're when it's not inserted and they're just like a dumb robot, they're just a dumb robot. There is no intelligent component to the robotics. Mm-hmm. It's programmed to do one thing. If it walks straight line and like we'll walk off a cliff or walk into a wall and keep going because it's completely automated yeah. and and then when you it. insert the intelligent component it's just a way so that it isn't totally uselessly unintelligent mm-hmm. and then it can think a little bit but you can get around the fact that it's but not even truly artificial think, though yeah. these wafers don't give yeah. them the you, ability i think to you think might give just more advanced programming and more it's, types it's not even more advanced i, I don't I, even yeah, think, I, I right? guess no because here's something you need to understand is that you can give the basic protocol to anything and sometimes the doctrina wafers are described as being shoot this target and that's all a doctrina wafer does and if you want yeah. it to shoot at even a right. different they're target still, they're still if, limiting if that intelligence if you want to shoot it at a different target or move three feet to the left you literally need to swap out the doctrina wafer they are very specific it does yes. not offer intelligence yeah. it does not offer enhanced processing power yeah. all it does is changes primary protocols that's all these doctrina wafers yeah. seem to do it doesn't actually increase intelligence at yeah. all. No processing increase, no ability to understand things different. It's just a different it's set just, of orders. It's, it's more commands. And so it always has but commands 1 through 30, but then you, can you do, add all these different wafers and then you yeah. can give and it command extra commands. And command 1 through 30 are never killing ones, yeah, no. you know? It's, it's like, stay powered down. If your battery gets low, walk over the charging here, station. Let me just pull up my Doctrina wafer and I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, but they, mean, don't, they don't offer intelligence, these things. Yeah. It's very much described that 
the doctrina but, just offers different it, abilities, but doesn't yeah. mean intelligence by any standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. It, it adds function. Yeah. But again, to get around the fact that like, well, okay, in order to achieve more complex functions, it needs to be intelligent. So that's option B. Instead of giving it free will, we give it limited command codes, essentially. So why, why would you do that? So that it doesn't have the option to make choices for itself. But it's not making choices. Random. That's what I'm saying. You can't, Even with you these can... doctrina wafers, it doesn't make choices, though. It doesn't make choices, but it follows the choices of the commands. the commands. What's the difference between me saying commands 1 through 30 are walk this way and turn, and then offering a doctrina wafers that says turn around and walk the other way? What's the difference? It's the exact same. It offers yeah, no yeah, difference. It's I just agree. a different set of orders. Yeah, but it it gives the option for more versatility. I think that's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, sure. But that doesn't. It, that it goes from a dumb. Versatility doesn't mean intelligence. But, so why is, do you think that's your failsafe? Why is that a protection against intelligence no, 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 no. by I, splitting up these doctrines? I would workers? say it, it like it's following <laughs> its command. Why would you I split up a legion so into smaller into semantics? Com- uh, to me, the Doctrine of Wafers basically means that it can follow more commands and those give it maybe the appearance of it making decisions, but it's making decisions based on its programming. So is it making a decision? I guess technically, no. Are we no, making it's decisions? Following its programming. Are we just machines? So, <laughs> super in the weeds at this point. But I would say that I agree with you. It's not making decisions, but I would say it's following protocols and it's getting more and more protocols depending on the wafers yeah. that are in it. More complex protocols. More complex protocols. Absolutely. That's sure, what I was saying. Like, so, right. So I'm using the word intelligence and dumb, but maybe I mean more and less complicated. We need to be specific because we are talking about actual intelligence. Okay, let me pull up my computer science degree. (laughs) (laughs) All all I'm saying is that doctrina waves... Sorry, I mean download into my brain. The the robots before... (laughs) The robots without doctrina wafers cannot function in an actual battle capacity. They are unable to execute these commands without a data smith beside them putting in these doctrina wafers and changing is, literally mid battle. Is it mid battle? I thought it's that, mid battle. I thought it was kind yeah. of before the battle. Oh, that's that's why. That's, that's why they have to follow That's them how restricted and, they are. Yeah. Like you need to understand that these doctrina Eric, wafers. You're literally explaining to yourself why they are like limiting them. You're like they're restrictive. They're yes. trying to control. So them. then the question that's, is, so they don't go rogue and kill everything. That's literally the whole purpose. <laughs> Okay, anyway, I'm moving on. I'm done. I'm done. So for the next 10,000 years, the Legio <laughs> has served the Mechanicus and the Imperium as a terrible force of robotic legions. We all agree on point number IX. IX is good. Moving on to point big We need unanimous C. consent. One, one I. two. I, Micah? Nay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What don't you agree about that statement? Oh, actually, it was 11,000 11, years. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Eric. Change the notes. Structure. We're on to the structure of the Legio. <laughs> we must prorogue uh, Parliament and meet back next week. Include the podcast. So, yes. <laughs> now, now that they have these robots and they've very severely limited their ability to make decisions and this is the way it's been for 10,000 years the need for these doctrina wafers has not gone away yeah so with without these very rare things these robots are almost battle useless um which just makes them very rare even the robots themselves in battle are rare so, yeah uh okay here we go so now let's talk about the structure 
To separate the balance of power between tech priests and the Legio Cybernetica is broken into many different cohorts. Um, at the height of its power, there are several thousand cohorts, cohorts in existence. A cohort is uh, run by a Magos Dominus, and it is run as an independent unit. They have complete control over what happens within their cohort, and uh, cohorts are further broken down into maniples, which are overseen by Cybernetica tech priests. Yeah. What, is, what, what are you doing? Maniples <laughs> means hands. Oh, okay. Latin. <laughs> hands. Mm. And it's like military things, like the maniples are your fingers. <laughs> it's ah, like a mil- Okay. I love okay. it. Good thing it matters. <laughs> okay, that's it. that's it. I'm writing a bad review on the podcast <laughs> right now. These guys are dicks. <laughs> they don't yeah. know. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they don't even speak Latin like me. <laughs> I don't even. Nobody speak speaks Latin. Latin. <laughs> it's a dead language. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> so you have different cohorts the legion is broken down into cohorts like by magnet magus dominuses and then those are further broken down into maniples which are yeah. led by cybernetic tech priests so what does all that mean um so each cohort can consist of 100 to 300 maniples and each maniple can have between one to five robots within it so this means at the lowest, barring any circumstances, whatever, you know, there's always the exception to the rule. Yeah. A cohort wow, will have around 100 <laughs> robots. And at its highest, will have 1,500 1, individual robots under a cohort's command. Now, that's a lot of robots. Yeah, in one cohort. It's, just, it's a very big discrepancy between the mm-hmm. lowest and the highest. Yeah. You know, like um, 100 to 1,500 is a pretty big deal in the amount of robots that a cohort could effectively field if they Mm -hmm. had to. Yeah. Um, So at the height of the power of the Legio, um, I think we did, the math was like 14 million robots or something like that. They said there were several thousand cohorts at the height of its power. And if you assumed that each of those cohorts had 1,500 robots in them, which is max, let's say 3,000 is several thousand minimum. Minimum, yep. Yeah times 1500 robots per cohort then we would get 4.5 million robots at what we think is the lowest of yeah. its power at mm-hmm. the height yeah. but it could go up like yeah. why can't what i did my 10, math 000? for 14 yeah i did well no because ten thousand. then you do ten thousand. i disagree I with the math a little bit oh because you're taking 1500 as the lowest but it can be anywhere from 100 to 1500 no i said at, at the height of its power but not every cohort at the height of its power would have 1500 yes the lowest number of cohorts <laughs> yeah. with each one fielding the I'm, most I'm robots i'm glad we possible. all still agree okay. on point this is I-X. so pedantic i actually is good. <laughs> <laughs> incredibly pedantic <laughs> but there's this we're trying to say is there's not also i was wrong about maniple it means handful that's all i had to don't worry we'll write an apology letter for you that you'll have to read later uh but all i'm trying to say is we like anywhere from like let's say five million five million to about 15 million at like the high high ends even if there were 15 million that's That's a big galaxy it's not a lot of robots it's not a lot of robots yeah Yeah, for sure for being one of the most feared and terrible branches of the Mechanicus, they don't have a they massive got presence. Fucking Titans and Ordinatuses. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And legions of Skitari, yeah. you know? And I do think that there is some comparisons in the lore between, like, Dreadnoughts and these as well. Like, they know. Abort. I'm, abort. I'm, I'm <laughs> abort. They'll get into both it later. Both to abort yeah. and waving hands. We, we can talk about it real quick. Yeah. It's from a really old book. 
Okay. Like, it's a 1989 compendium book, so it's one year after the first book was actually released in Warhammer. Okay. And they do talk about how all the robots in the Legio Cybernetica uh, like, can, can swap parts yeah. with Imperium Dreadnoughts. That's not the case yeah, anymore. If you look at pictures, they're nothing. Yeah. Like, okay. So, in 1989, 100%, that's yeah. the truth it was. But yeah, it's now, just been changed. And, I mean, you could even say maybe it's just smaller components. Like, oh, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Then the non visible ones that are all <laughs> under the armor. Did you know that you could use copper wire for using <laughs> electricity? They have similar components it's to the exact same. my mark. <laughs> Here's your little tip for today. <laughs> Aluminum is nice because it's cheap and it's lightweight, but also it's dangerous because it, it, it corrodes. <laughs> Electronics by <laughs> mark. Gold is by far superior, <laughs> but it is expensive. Yeah. Creating the silica animus requires all three components. <laughs> Gold, <laughs> aluminum, and copper. Also, <laughs> can we do electronics by mica. Gold, gold, gold's not the best conductor. That's what actually, is the best conductor? Uh, copper is a better conductor. Oh. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> you've been playing. You've been playing too much. <laughs> actually, guys, redstone. Redstone. That's you the good moron. stuff. Yeah. But no, gold doesn't corrode. That's why it's used in electronics. But copper. By itself is actually a better conductor. Oh, like like in a vacuum or whatever, it's better. Um, in like within a protected enclosure where it's not going to corrode or oxidize. Interesting. It's better. Hey, Eric, can you teach us to build a nuclear reactor the same way, <laughs> bit by bit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. First, you put the plutonium in there. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> uh, yes. 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 Let's yes. talk about cohorts. <laughs> Uh, so it is. So even though we've talked about cohorts and how they can field anywhere from a hundred to fifteen hundred robots, uh, it's actually very rare that an entire cohort goes to war. Uh, instead, it's way more common to see anywhere from one to five maniples attached to standing armies during crusades or campaigns. Yeah. So at most, normally you see twenty-five of these things, but you might see as few as five. As few as one. As few as one. Yeah. yeah right? Yes. So it's very it's very possible that you never actually come into contact with the Legio Cybernetica. Or if you do, it's on a very small, small scale. Yeah. It, it, same goes <laughs> with how I feel about Space Marines. Absolutely. It's way more often to see small groupings of Space Marines as opposed to an entire company chapter. Or even a company. Yeah. yeah like like seeing things have really gone sideways if a company If is you see a hundred Marines in one place, you run. You should you go the no, other No, no, you're safe now. <laughs> that can take on anything. <laughs> Just make sure you're behind them and not yeah, in front of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. When you, when you see the drop pods dropping, you're happy, and then you see they have spikes all over them. <laughs> oh, <no>. You're dead. <laughs> you did. So, you um, did. I don't know if we're going to go into... Okay, something I'm going to say right now, um, but... It's potential. There's potential to have one tech priest for every robot in a cohort. That's yes. crazy. Yeah. It's supposed to be a legio dedicated to robotics. Yeah. But if every maniple is overseen by a tech priest, or data smith, sorry. Is it a tech priest or a data smith? Uh, it's a data smith. Are they, they, they're all tech they're, It's a subcategory yeah, of okay, tech priest. Sure. Smith. 
Sure. Yeah. Okay. So if every maniple is overseen by a tech priest, and if every maniple had those minimum amount of one robot, that's one tech priest for every robot in the cohort. And that seems like a very interesting thing to me. The mechanicum's just pushing out degrees. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> Which pumping. is devaluing them and the economy. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's Where are you going to work? Where are you going to work? I'm just saying. You, like your, if you were to write about a cohort that you ruled or whatever, you could very much be like an army of tech priests <laughs> yeah. with one robot for every tech priest. Yeah. Like it's, it's interesting to think that it, it can that, offer, you can it, have it different themes. The, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing too, in that sentence, you said it's quite rare for it, rare for an entire cohort to go to war. Um, the big thing is like when we're talking about all these like numbers, we're talking about their war numbers. Um, there's also like, uh, Legio Cybernetica, they also build other types of robots as well that don't go to war. So, you know, they might have a conveyor belt system that has one type of robot, you know, doing whatever. That's not actually a part of like these cohorts. So you don't have that same Correct. one to five limit on yeah. that type of. This is specifically when like they're combat. going to war. Yeah. Yes. yeah. These, these are battle-ready robots. Yeah. They might have millions of robots that are not battle-ready. And, and even... Uh, so the other thing is um, each uh, cohort is, like, self-sufficient. So they would have a bunch of support robots to do a bunch of the maintenance on the bigger robots. So, yeah. Like, even though we gave a bunch of numbers, there's more robots in that. It's just combat. Ab- absolutely. Combat yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's good to, I guess, note for story as well. And the other thing is that most likely any robots that these guys make are pure robots as well yeah. they probably do not fuck with servitors yeah yeah exactly no yeah it says at the beginning i think like they're exclusive to only mechanical yeah, which is also kind just, of weird because they use like the 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 doctrine wafers which have bio components and they're like we don't use anything biological except for the biological components <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> welcome to 40k well That's, you know they put the asterisks there it's yeah, fine yeah. it's fine so um oh i guess yeah you said that so there has been observed within the legio a breakdown of sex within it um sorry of of what within an s-e-c-t a sect no tor what (laughs) all right one (laughs) one such sect no thoughts of robots is called (laughs) that's the chant okay (laughs) one such is called the cap Capicon sect or the Capecon sect or the Capican sect. I don't know. Uh, but it has never been explained the full working or purpose of a sect yeah. within the Legio Cybernetica. Yeah. Um, it, it's just another one of those weird throwaway lines in, in the book Nemesis. Um, so it does give you some flavor though. Like some Absolutely. examples of what a sect could be. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's a preference of what type of robots they like to use. Maybe it's a religious type of thing. Maybe they like to all put candles on their their sect and they yeah. gather a bunch of cohorts together into this sect and they all think the same way. Maybe there's a sect that devotes itself to the symmetry of a machine and oh, yeah, all sure. their machines like left and right inside like their inner workings and their outside yeah. like worship the symmetry. That's oddly so, specific, Eric. Well, you don't fall into that sect, Christian. I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. Your left ball is much lower <laughs> than your right ball. I was designed that way by my creators. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, the this it's not clear the purpose of this. It could be religious, it could be political. Yeah, could it, be. Yeah. It could be um they could create Ter- sex for purposeful 
like uh, a campaign. <laughs> you heard it. You heard right? it. Yeah. It's a sect. Sects. <laughs> Do you want me to enunciate the C and T every time I speak? No, it's just funny. <laughs> okay. But it could be that a sect uh, is created for even a campaign. Like, yeah. hey, join yeah. this sect now and for this campaign. Yeah. So there's many yeah. different reasons why they could exist. But it, it is cool. I like I like the idea of being able to add like a little bit of your own weirdness to it. Yeah. yeah. Paint a paint a small portion on every one of your machines to match the sect that you're in right and say that this is specific of the sect and if i ever change this will change yeah no i I, anything that adds flavor to an army that you want to create or to things that you field on the tabletop is good yeah so options are good unless you suck at making decisions yeah (laughs) (laughs) but then you can just be a slave robot and have doctrina wafers inserted in your chest right into your chest (laughs) iphone just (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, that's kind of how they're structured. It, it's pretty simple, really. Um, I, I always do like knowing the structure of things because then I know what to do on tabletop. I can paint a one here. I uh-huh. can paint the left shoulder pad here. Yes, sir. Tell me more. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, makes sense. Checks out. So how do they actually go about creating these robots? Oh, boy. Robots, cool. hey? So... Robots in the Legio that Cybernetica. Like <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> He's pointing at images on the TV <laughs> of robots. <laughs> so robots in the Legio Cybernetica are separated from all others by their special computer brain. Uh, this brain is made from synthetic proteins and enzymes. It is imprinted with simple firmware routines that allow them to process and follow simple instructions. Yeah, we. I think we beat that to death. You know, these are A very simple. <laughs> they they walk forward if something's in the way. They walk through it or they get stopped by it. Very simple. During combat, <laughs> this process. <laughs> no one wants to bite the bait, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> During combat, this processing power is insufficient for necessary function. And so they are given additional temporary protocols. This is given to them through the Doctrina wafers installed by the Cybernetica data smiths. So these are those guys that lead each maniple. Yeah, the tech priests. Yeah. These new protocols allow for greater combat efficiency. So these are this is the Doctrina wafers that we were talking about. Yeah. It, without now, them in combat, they're almost useless. Yeah. So. You might be able to say, if anything goes into this firing arc, mow it down. But you can't even, like, discriminate friend from foe. Yeah. It's just, like, very... Gunning down guardsmen. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I read on Reddit, so take it with many grains of salt, but apparently in... How many upvotes did it have? That changes everything. Apparently in earlier... 57, it's credible. Did Christian's Reddit account upvote it? <laughs> that. Um, apparently in earlier editions of the rule set, um, like you would actually like move these like and kind of decide what its choices were going to be a couple turns in advance. Oh, like, that's oh, cool. Emulated that. And so I'm not sure if that's true, but if that is true, to me that's like really cool flavor and matching the tabletop to the lore. That's very cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Nowadays it... It's just every turn I think you can change the shooting. It's been a while since i Yeah, there's I've like them. three different like orders you can give them or whatever, yeah. I think. And I, a, tech I, I, pri- a tech priest has to be within a certain range of the model oh, okay. in order yeah. to like do it. And it might be a role. I don't remember. I don't, I don't play admin. I, yeah, I don't either. And I've only played calling. it like one, one or one. Two, two times. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever played Castellian Robots. But I have. Mortal Wounds. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> But uh, that's super cool, though, that, like, in you older editions, you had to plan. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. That's almost like when you play Knights, too. 
on like a dumber dumbed down version. Tell do me you, more. What What do you mean? The night thing where you like pick. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Imperial Knight Renegade yes. the game. Yeah. Not a, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You kind of plan ahead and you yeah. don't know what yeah, the you, next. Like you could walk left to in anticipation of your enemy walking right, yeah. and then you're like, oh crap! Oh, you, fuck, just, no. you just run into each other. Yeah, that's yeah. actually a very fun game. Yeah. I very much like that one. Yeah, I like playing it with my friends too. <laughs> we just insert different doctrinal wafers and walk into each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, without the above uh, synthesized cortex or the enhanced doctrina wafers, a cybernetica robot will not function. Although, a tech priest can seize control and slave the robot to their will. So, the cortex allows them to carry out their basic function. The doctrina wafers allows them to carry out combat um, protocols. And then, if the tech priest needs a little more... Super specific. Specificity. Sure. Yeah. I was more thinking like things that are very unorthodox that he doesn't have a a doctrina wafer for Mm, or whatever. mm. Then he can slave a robot to his will and force the robot to do many things that uh, would ordinarily be impossible. Yeah. So, yeah, he, it literally then becomes a drone at that point. And it's just being manually yeah. controlled by... Yeah. And and so this, we, we said way earlier that these <clears throat> doctrinal wafers were actually rarer than the robots. So most of the robots are actually either not being used or actually slave to a tech priest, yeah. to a person, being and controlled directly by someone. We think that might also be one of the reasons why the maniples are limited to five robots in battle combat. Imagine trying to control five separate robots, slave yeah. to your mind, all trying to do different things, targeting different things, yeah. making a differentiation between friend and foe. Just install some so. new cogitators, you know? <laughs> yep. Have you, have and you some mech and dendrites just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that might Those be, fun. But that might be <laughs> a reason nice. of why Have you ever played Dawn of War 2, Eric? Yeah. It's pretty simple. Just control different targets. Yeah, but you don't have to walk up to them <laughs> and start RTS. shoving stuff in their chest. <laughs> it's an RTS, to get them to Ah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's an RTS with the worst UI ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one sec. I just got to unplug this mouse and plug this uh, <laughs> this keyboard in, and then uh, <laughs> my unit moves one space forward. Now get the mouse back out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So while all robots have some similar system of communication sensors and suspensor systems, um, but they will take on a variety of sizes, shapes, and purposes and one of the coolest examples that i read of this was uh some robots even were created very much to be human in shape and then they are oh god <laughs> synthesized skin <laughs> is actually placed on top of these robots and yeah. they even said on the lexicanum that these robots can function or be unnoticed as they walk by people. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so they are very much used as assassin robots. Yeah. Um, in like the older times, I think yeah. was more common, yeah. but we uh, don't have pictures of those ones. You might. There's one in the room, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, we got it on film <laughs> to, to say that they act, they to explicitly state yeah. that they covered them in synthetic skin in an attempt to make them look human. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a very cool thing that I've never come across in 40 K. Yeah. Like, 
And it could be like, I just thought of a cool story. If you had one that had escaped for like thousands of years wearing human skin, just lost. Oh crap. Actually, I'm saving that idea for later. <clears throat> Don't steal it. It wouldn't do anything for thousands of years. That'd so. still be funny. Yeah. It'd just be like walking the same route. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn yeah. it. That was a good idea. Nobody steal it, please. <laughs> what are you going to do with that idea? I don't know. Write it down somewhere. Let's we'll start a podcast. Submit it to Black Library. Oh, okay. Not as fun. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, so there's all types of robots of doing all types of things. Some are combat, some are not. Some are like wearing skin to just walk around aimlessly. Apparently, that's interesting. For thousands of For years. Thousands yeah. of years. That's what you want to read about. <laughs> um, just walking. <laughs> and Don't walking. steal that idea. It's gold. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do on your turn? I walk. <laughs> Okay, so your turn. I walk. <laughs> Another key element of robots is uh, that they carry within themselves a self-destruct charge. So every robot, well, every combat one, I would imagine. But maybe every you know what? Even even the every other Roomba. ones could go rogue. Every you Roomba. never know. Yeah, I, a heavy I just, lift bot could just start swinging shit. And yeah, crashes. maybe it's in every one. I definitely would lean more towards combat, combat. ones. Yeah. Like, more likely than not. Yeah, it says all. <laughs> it says all. It's all. You okay. buy something for your factory. It just has a whole bunch of like like self-destruct buttons all over. <laughs> oh, depending on how big the blast you want it to create. Yeah, be very yeah. careful. Yeah. Don't hit this red button. This <laughs> massive red button. So, should the robot's programming fail in some way and prevent its own self-termination? So that's also built in. If too. a rogue, yeah, if a rogue. If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If a robot actually does seem to go rogue and it, like, removes its ability to self-detonate, that sounds pretty dangerous to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it, it might walk really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the monitoring tech priest known as a cybernetic data smith can remotely detonate the charge as well. Goodbye. Yeah. Click. So there, there's that failsafe built in. Once again, they just they do not want AI and any chance at even any kind of like corruption. <laughs> or those two robots communicating. The people yeah. are like dead. Detonate. Blow it up. Blow <laughs> yeah. it up. The scientist like actually sitting at the computer. Yeah. Just loses there's a his tear head. running down his face <laughs> as he hits the control alt delete. And then it explodes no! in his own hands. Yeah. So let's talk about some of those variants. Uh, the first one, uh, there's non-combat variants, um, and they're called servo-automata. These robots are built for menial tasks. They're commonly followed, uh, follow engine seers around to help them with tasks. They can be easily mistaken for standard imperial servitors, yet they lack any biological uh, components. I don't know. That looks yeah. like a skull to me. The <clears throat> It might just be a cast of a skull. No That's it. It could be a metallic. Bone. Yeah. yeah. 
It's not like they put skulls. The Imperium like skulls. Yeah. 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 But the so. interesting thing about is servo automata can effectively be any shape, any size, yeah. any function. Yeah. Right. So most likely, uh, I would I would think the majority are monotask. Yeah. Very much like a servitor, but monotask one thing. Yeah. But we do. There are some that are equipped with mechadendrites. Um, they are actually helped in like mechanics and to like make repairs, just yeah, like these yeah. engine but, And those are that's not just monotask. The ability. Well, to, so when those ones, I see them more as like they're they're accompanying engine sears and the engine sear controls them and they can it's be slaved. possible it's right? possible you just it could slave be them way. and then you just, just there. the more complicated it gets the more unlikely i think absolutely it's be. i agree it's, with it's my you standard there. point yes. there there is a limit to what they're willing to put into a robot but like if you look at our picture like that thing has a bunch of arms and tentacles and like it has drills and clamps and claws yeah like you're gonna two, get the claws you're gonna get the claws the the clamps oh the clamps <laughs> so yeah like that i'd imagine is usually it might have move protocol you think that's slaved for like if it's going into like uh if a it's Titan fixing it, yeah, and if, yeah. if, if it's fixing like, some yeah. plasma core, there's no oh, way like that, that intense mechanics and stuff like that. It would need a substantial amount of knowledge. Yeah, no, just like but twist wrench, twist wrench. Exactly. No, 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 but on which nut? I'm saying on, not just. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. That makes complete sense to me, especially like, <clears throat> hey, is this job too dangerous for the engine seer? Like being exposed to a plasma core? Like, sure. let's slave the robot, send it in, and exactly. I will function through the robot. Yeah. Plus, then you don't have to as much as mechanicum like to transform their bodies into these crazy things then you could have multiple different bodies or you know robots yeah, that you can that are for. specialized for certain tasks yeah, and yeah you don't i like have that to yeah it's cool. be a generalist yeah. yeah yeah but that this that covers literally everything that isn't combat oriented yeah 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 but you could also have like really dumb like delivery warehouse robots yeah. too like on the forge world of amazonius where jeffus bezos the uh, <laughs> tech priest manages his uh you think he's just a tech priest? Is he something more? Oh, he's much more. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even if we go back to like the doctrinal wafers, to do like anything super advanced beyond moving, you have to give them that, and those are super rare. Mm-hmm. So I think these are mostly all mind slave. Interesting, except for the monotask ones. Except for monotask, yeah, like literally, ones, like, like yeah. I said, like yeah. in a warehouse, you pick this up, move it there, exactly. pick this yeah. up, move it there. Yeah, if there's a box here, move it over here. What is my yeah. purpose? <laughs> to bring me butter. Oh my god. <laughs> that's oh. Why you don't want them to be self-aware, Eric. <laughs> oh no. You make them sad. I wish I wasn't self-aware. <laughs> all I am good for is bringing my wife uh, ice caps every day. That's all yeah. she wants from me. So now, um, I, like we've covered at this point everything that we think the pertains to the Legio Cybernetica and its history and structure and creation. So now we are going to go through all the different combat variants. Yeah. Of the um, all the different named ones. Yeah, all the different named robots that we have. So some of these robots were created um, before the Horus Heresy, before the Great Crusade, all that stuff. Some of them were created after. Some have been, you know disbanded and no longer used because they weren't practical you know that there's so many variety of these things out there that yes there's no way we're actually going to hit all (laughs) of the different i don't know man i'm getting ready to write a complaint right now (laughs) is it about uh how you said maniple was hand yeah is that the complaint (laughs) i'm gonna call myself out and then i'm gonna call you out for not listing all the robots that was just a blot it was like i'm I'm, I'm more trying to put or pass on like you can come up with your own stuff 
Like yeah. there are glue a bunch of bits together and like it, make exactly, it look mechanical. And, exactly. And, and then, yeah, it's now this type of weird combat robot. Like I'm, when uh, I was going through these, like I didn't see any that would kind of fall under the classification that would be like the type that would get covered in human skin and go on assassination missions. Exactly. But so those like, do exist. But we know it's yeah. open for you to make anything and say, oh yeah, it did this. Just yeah. make sure your lore doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. thank it you. sounds that's, that's simple good, oh no it's, it's a very difficult task no please thousand try. year walking robots just yeah that'd be the stupid that would be pretty dumb want to make millions of dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's a million dollar idea <laughs> so the first one that we have is the arlactax arlatax mm-hmm. class mm-hmm. robot uh so this was used during the great crusade and the horus heresy these were rapid-moving shock unit, but never gained widespread acceptance through the Mechanicum. Certain components used in their construction were not approved by uh, Forge World Mars, and thus repair and retrofitting was difficult. So, yeah. I don't. When I was reading, I don't think it ever mentions why certain components weren't approved. It yeah. just states that they weren't, and that's interesting yeah. to it, me. Like, what? Could. What about those components? Like, did Mars deem them like no? Like, have, we should not use these. Could it be or? their weapon loadouts? Because they did restrict like things like phosphates. It could be. Yeah. It could also be as simple as like, um, you're using the wrong type of metal. That metal's not rated for the weight that it's you're going to do. Well, it also could be that <laughs> no, like in order it, to make it, this it could work. be like safety regulations. <laughs> like, no, it literally could be. I want. Oh, be. I just had another yeah. great idea, but, but this it, one I'm not going to reveal. This one's for me. <laughs> it could be also that they're stuck in like, um, it, in order to make this arm move, like it required uh, a part that went against their cult mechanicus, yeah, sure. right? And like normally these arms only have seventy two cogs in them, but you try <laughs> to build a cog with seventy five, and that's <gasps> not allowed. Yeah, right? yeah. It, so it yeah. could be as dumb as that, yeah, and it could be as real as an actual safety. Mm-hmm. Things, or so. it could be weapons, like Christian yeah, said. It, like, it, there's many different no reasons longer, for why. Yeah. This, yeah. But for whatever reason, Mars did state, like, hey, don't do this. And so we never really see yeah. these. Yeah. Uh, the next we have Bombots. I think it's pronounced <laughs> Bombot. <laughs> the B is silence. <laughs> Bombots are a type of simple war robots. They designed for moving toward target and explode. Bombot can be blown up by enemy using a grenades. <laughs> this is by far quote. my favorite uh, of all the robots. Uh, sweet Bombot. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank well, God you can destroy it by using a grenades. <laughs> moving toward target and explode. Oh. <laughs> Bombot, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, so that is a direct quote from Rogue Trader. So. No, technically we pulled it from Lexicon. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But this Bombot is from Rogue Trader. <laughs> yeah. so it's old. Yeah. She old. But Bombots! It's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's good. Yeah. But it you seems put- really, really inefficient to have to blow it up by a grenade. So, like, yeah. it, it's literally just, like, walking You're throwing a bomb at a bomb. you have to throw a bomb to make this bomb <laughs> go right. off. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just accept. But don't all the robots have built-in bombs anyways? This was the uh, first robot mm. ever made. They were like, oh shit, it can move? Put a bomb on it. Bomb bot! <laughs> bomb the bot! It's a fail-safe. How do we stop it from exploding? Detonate. <laughs> it's gone rogue. <laughs> bomb bot! Up next, we got the Castellan uh, class robot. Similar to the Castellan, which you'll see later. But Castellan and what is the well, two ways to say? Castellan and one is Castellan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> They're, They're spelled differently, but yeah. they look like they could be pronounced. They, the exact they effectively, same. I think, are pronounced the exact same. Anyway, so this is the Castellan with a C. 
Uh, even though it was designed for anti-vehicle and siege work, the Castellan has assumed a variety of battlefield roles. Um, yeah. it, it's a fitted, it's outfitted with many different kinds of um, War gear weaponry. options, weaponry, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. And that's what makes it variety. Yeah, so. we, we got a picture up here on the screen. It's yeah. cool to see how, so I got two pictures up. We got like a really rogue, old rogue trader art and then like the new interpretation of it. And uh, yeah, it's cool how similar it is, but like very clearly not dumb anymore not bulbous see yeah yeah and it's, it it's much more like, mechanical the old one looks like it kind of has like a pig snout <laughs> it's like it's a weird cyclops uh, pig snout yeah uh ain't no bombot though <laughs> bombot <laughs> so next we have cataphract class now robots. that's a story christian you want a million dollar idea i'm already writing it in my phone yeah write a children's, children's book, book <laughs> called bombot <laughs> Bombot. B and is for Bombot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested uh, for teaching my kids to be terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> so cataphracts. So this variant was a general purpose, heavily armored robot. It was a popular robot to deploy, although some viewed it as a jack of all trades, master of none, and lacked any kind of speciality. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Once again, we got a picture the, up there. The thing about a lot of these robots, so the majority of these come out of the 1989 book we've mentioned before. Yeah. And they're never they, mentioned again. Yeah. They yeah. they gave artwork and then they've stopped and they've only really gone back. So do they still exist? They might. They might or may not. But the the thing is, they all look very similar in style. Yeah. Mm. They're very much like heavy squatting big mechanical things they're all very humanoid they all just they all have like one weapon that fits on their back and yeah. then two on their hands and yeah so the like they're they're not super different in their appearance no so just like they some, are different it, sure, some a little but. bit chunkier some a little bit more yeah, rounded edges exactly yeah. but none of them are like ooh. like i don't think any have tracks uh no right like no. all of them have two legs none i was of them actually gonna bring that up that. too can yeah. any of them fly? Yep. We'll yeah, we there. got one. We'll oh, really? Yeah. Oh. All right. So that was the cataphract. Uh, the Colossus class robot was designed for siege warfare, and it specifically used a giant hammer to pound down enemy fortifications. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Done. That nailed the Colossus, I would say. Thank you, yep. Eric. Yeah. Uh, the Conqueror class. This robot was particularly adept at taking out armored vehicles. It was a precursor to the Domitar class. Mm. Yep. It looks like a child colored it. Yeah, like it literally looks like pictures. crayon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it literally does oh look like gosh, a crayon. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, the, the old artwork is just so atrocious. Amazing. It's atrocious. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were on the same wavelength there. But no, no, no. Apparently no. not. If you think that's good art. I got some uh, some pictures to sell you. <laughs> eBay can... Pro painted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> These models? Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next one we have is the Crusader class robot. So designed for quick strikes, this robot was commonly deployed against infantry. Uh, since it specialized in anti-personnel combat, it was a well-liked or it is a well-liked tool of the Inquisition. Yeah, that's something cool. They specifically would requisition this <laughs> robot when they're hunting or whatever. Yeah. So I think too, if they did, like they would come along with the tech priest and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah like, you'd have to. You have to have them. to change out the doctrine away. Exactly. Like so. the, yeah. Oh, you just wanted the robot. It's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, that's you gave me a faulty robot. <laughs> oh, you didn't ask for the tech. You priest. didn't rent the tech priest. Those rates <laughs> are so much more. Fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Perfect. Uh, then we got the Domitar class. This was a last 
this was the last robot to enter production before the Horus Heresy began. It was built to cross the battlefield at high speeds and crash into enemy positions. Um, I don't think that's the right one. I think it might be an old picture. Cause it might not be the right picture, but you're describing the right thing. Oh, okay, I must decide. But anyways, yeah, that one. Um, but one cool thing is the Potorabo, the Primarch of the Iron Warriors, used a variant of the Don- Domitar called the Domitar Ferris as his personal bodyguard. So he had six of them in total um, at him or around him at all times, and they were called the Iron Circle. That's super sweet. And this is before they made them programmed by the wafers of unintelligence. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, and Rabo himself controls these ones specifically, and he's like a primarch, so like he's probably going. Like, is he actually like, he like slaves slaving them? them? Yeah. Yep. Does he slave? That them? is. Yeah, he does. Do you remember that in the books? Yeah, we read it. I don't. I don't know if I don't says know if it's in the book. We read it but... because Eric read it too. No, him? no, we. They re- he read. It. He was in. <laughs> yeah, he was in bed and it's story time. So in, interesting cool. enough, they are in the Lost and the Damned, yeah. uh, which is the one of the it's the book two in the Siege of Terror series. Sure, but when they were described, I think I glossed over them because I truly just thought they were like a bodyguard and i don't think i fully grasped the fact that they were robots yeah because then mark's telling me about the iron circle and it flashed in my mind i'm like oh my god like i totally saw these guys you just assume they were space marines yeah but truthfully like yeah they have like big tower shields and hammers yeah Yeah. but and like they're they're big too they're probably like 12 to 15 feet tall yeah but yeah just constantly clunking around and i do remember them talking about like the heaviness of them but i was just like oh they're just big space marines (laughs) sure no, it's yeah. very much, and I think I just, I must have just glossed over them. There's yeah. no way they... N- I remember... Didn't. But it is telepathically linked to the Primarch. Okay. So he slaves them. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Like, yeah. he fights. I like that better than they're just... he fights, like, all his yeah. bodyguards as well. Yeah, Like, yeah. to be able to control that many as well as be Perturabo. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so very sweet. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you should Google them. We're not going to talk about the Iron Circle right now. They're cool. But you should take a look at pictures of them. <laughs> or wait six years until the episode right, drops. Right, exactly. But it, the Iron Circle is worth looking at. Soon? TM? TM. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And now we got the Castellan. Right. Castellan with a K. Yeah. Robot. These nearly unstoppable robots are not designed for any one purpose. They appear to be very sturdy, reliable, or maybe easily built since they're the most commonly seen robotic robot in the Mechanicus. Yeah, on tabletop there they have the biggest presence and I don't think there's is there any other Legio Cybernetica robot on tabletop? No. Okay. The the only other one that might be a thing is um um the uh Vorax, the Oh no, oh. the the Voltrax, the, the flying one. one. I think you might be able to take those. Really? Yeah, I think so. I I might In be the very Horus Heresy off. though, can you take In the Horus Heresy you can take uh, like probably fifty percent of these. Like okay, they just these don't have models. Machines. Some no no some no they do, have yeah. models. All of them? Yeah. No, like fifty percent of them. Oh yeah. So there's fully like, there's like fifty percent. <laughs> there's like five of these that have models. Yeah, we've yeah. gone even through them on here. I've seen three, I and guess. we're not done. Yeah, that's right. This one looks Fair like enough. my wife. What? The- <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, cast- this Castellan is like. It's the most commonly seen today in yeah. 40K. So. Yeah, we don't know why. It's just badass. It's easy to build. Who knows? Yeah. But It's the um, variety. The like, yeah. it's Because it's not just built for one thing. You yeah. can just arm it differently. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like these in the game, like you need those Doctrina mm-hmm. wafers in order to make them function and do different things. So yeah. It's and, pretty um, cool. 
Uh, one thing that you just mentioned is that you can kind of like swap stuff out. Most of these have like a fair bit of flexibility in terms yeah. of purpose. Like you can just swap out their arms for different weapons and yeah. it basically completely changes the purpose of the robot. Yeah. yeah, so that's good for this one. You can either do close combat or you could do range. So it covers all your bases. Mm-hmm. All two of them. That's all you need. Can it fly? Either you're shooting. It cannot fly, no. No. Oh, well, then that... Seriously, limited so strategic upset? function. Yeah. <laughs> My brother was a drone in Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, no, Christian's saying that his next, the next state of his evolution uh, is flying, and he's uh, desperately trying to find out how to do it. Okay, the next robot is the Skylax. Oh, this one is Guardian. is actually unique um, because it actually has no cortex. Yeah, uh, and can only function when being directly controlled by a cybernetica tech priest. Yeah, so this one doesn't even have the ability to move. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. It, it effectively just powers down if yeah. there's no one controlling it. Yep. Yeah, and so because of this need to slave them, they are commonly used as bodyguards to Magos. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. You can arrange them once again. This one has chain swords, uh, some type <laughs> of fusion blaster, uh, a welding arc. Uh, it has uh, clamps. Clamps. It has eyes. It has a drill clamp. Oh. Has a, <laughs> let's clamp and drill, boys. <laughs> clamp and drill. Okay, up next we got the Thanatar. Mm. So designed as a mobile artillery platform, the Thanatar is one of the largest classes ever created. It is heavily reinforced to withstand its extraordinary recoil as well as to withstand incoming fire mm-hmm. so it's like it's very beefy looking yeah it's got like a huge cannon on its yeah, back a massive fuck off cannon for sure. <laughs> oh yes oh yes. yeah it's huge yeah so now there's another one in 30k yeah. that you can do fair as enough. a model fair enough you with me yeah okay is it I'm fully here. half yet are we at no not even close uh well we'll get there the up next we got the vorax uh so this one it was designed Oh, nope, sorry. Uh, was designed to seek out specific targets. It hunts much more independent than other battle automata due to the extra en- engrams placed within its cortex. It is so good at killing that it has been turned on independent po- or indentured populations to enforce culls during famines or plagues. Yeah, so this one, like... Very grimdark. It, you can give it just the ability to hunt, and then it just goes... And this and is hunts. one of the ones we're talking about that's, like, animalistic, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's predatory. It, like, can yeah. move. Like, yeah, it, it looks like a prairie mantis. Like, with it, freaking machine gun Gatling yeah. gun arms. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, apparently like this, if ever there was a reason for the Legio Cybernetica to be feared, it's when they turn their machines on their population <laughs> yeah. in Start order culling. to yeah. to get rid of plagues. You guys are famines. hungry? Just mow down a bunch of meat. <laughs> All right. Yeah, here you go. Enjoy. Eat your friends. <laughs> Corpse Stark. Yeah, but uh, the the animal part portion of this is... the. One of the interesting things, I think, because it's very different from the other yeah. um, classes that we've seen. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that they don't build anymore. Yeah. And they specifically mention that when they're talking about Imperium essences yeah. in the in the book that we were reading. Um, so part of me was like, yeah, I love the idea that there was an Imperium essence who was communicating with a tech priest and was like design me this and i will inhabit it and they <laughs> but it also could be like, yeah have not you, not imperial have you ever played horizon zero dawn no i have not okay because that's what i'm just like mentally picturing is like machine animals right with the yeah. mind oh, a machine with the mind yeah. of an animal i've right? seen the trailers but they don't use but they're completely artificial yeah yeah that's well Her- okay. horizon zero dawn they're artificial i believe so i, no, I thought they were actually biological yeah. really okay i never played the game sure. so i don't know i've just seen trailers i'm just like for, for 
conception. Anyways, carry on. But anyways, yeah, this one looks very different. Yeah. And the final one we got. This one. This is the one you want, Christian. Oh, a bloat drone. That's exactly what it makes me think of, too. Anyways, uh, so the vault. like the base for it? Just a corrupted bloat. We don't know. Um, so the Volterics sure. <laughs> class is the only flying battle automata that we know of, uh, and it's a multi-role war machine. So it can be fitted with heavy war gear or even sophisticated sensory gear, which makes it an invaluable scout or rapid response robot. Yeah, just like my brother. <laughs> drone. <laughs> Good old drone. <laughs> oh, drone. <laughs> uh, but it does look like a fly this is another one that yeah. shares a, a resemblance that is not human yeah yeah right and so it's it definitely looks like as soon as i saw this before even reading it i was like oh my god it's a bloat it's a bloat drone yeah um yeah i think for, bloat drones are literally just corrupted versions of these yeah it, for some confirmed. reason it's not yeah for some reason it specifically I says it's not confirmed lot, but like. yeah oh yeah they look pretty much identical uh, yes, Micah, of all the biological bits what a bloat drone, drone is oh, i'll pull it up for but yeah the interesting thing is like when Imperium Essences were being brought into the Mechanicum, was there a Nurgle demon who was communicating with a tech priest and said, build me this drone and I will inhabit it. And then he inhabits it and later fully corrupts himself into the bloat drone. Like, I love the idea. Like, I just, I had never known about the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I had never known about no, not this confirmed. whole thing, but <laughs> yeah, like it has the two engines on the sides, like yeah. the, the, the like the fan engines. Yeah. yeah, see, I just love what you're talking about. I love more so the idea that somebody's just sitting there making a robot, and they just hear this whisper, it's like murder babies. I'm like, what? It's like, <laughs> make me a drone. <laughs> but yeah, okay. no, it's, it's interesting. I, I like. I'm enjoying the thought process of of imagining these the mechanic communicating with these Imperium essences yeah, and trying to coerce them in to inhabit oh, their man. machines and you know like what's it going to take for you to inhabit it and, and they think know. they're winning the deal yeah absolutely <laughs> i like it i, I like that that's really cool yeah. something so anyways a machine that looks like a man what fools <laughs> <laughs> all machines are inferior to bombot just remember that <laughs> that's true well, it takes a grenades to explode it <laughs> yeah. so and it moves toward <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah uh, bombot so that's that's what we got for the legio cybernetica um, yeah, I, it's another one of those things where it really gets my mind racing. I don't know if, oh fuck, what is it called on Instagram? There's this one guy we follow. Um, it, they basically do like John Blanche art style, but they make miniatures for it. Oh really? And it's like this That's whole sweet. big group and, but basically, yeah, they make a bunch of like crazy weird robots and like, it's very, uh, like that gothic grim skulls, weird horror yeah. type vibe. Yeah. Like if you've seen john blanche's artwork yeah um but like all these just make me want to do like crazy robots you know like that just have these weird purposes and yeah you could make some that are animalistic some that are more humanoid and practical this one's for sex well (laughs) why do you is that christian no 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 (laughs) s-e-t-s oh did you say yeah i I said sex (laughs) yes it's for sex i get it now sects are building the robot you guys are (laughs) so dirty But yeah, it would just be cool to like just do what you want with want some of them because like space marines, you can't you don't do have, what you want with your sex spot. Yeah, yes. you can't you can't sex space marines. You know they're in chapters. Yeah, yeah, and brother, they're not sex. Yeah. They're chapters. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, like these, you can just really let your creativity fly. Um, yeah, 
So one big thing we've talked a lot a lot about is AI and how like really there's no AI in the Imperium. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, there are some very close like machine spirits are very close to AI. We specifically We specifically did not mention machine spirits during this por- like the episode itself. We're taking a step back from canon. Yeah. And we're just going to enter the We're entering the warp. Ah, the tales. We're going to do some of tales the of the warp and we're just going to discuss what we think things might be. Yeah. So, machine spirits. Yeah. So the big thing about machine spirits is um, they are programming AI, however you want to call them. No one really knows. Um, it's never defined fully. Never fully no, they defined. are very clearly machine spirits. Machine. Right. That yeah. inhabit they, they the machine. spirits of yes. a machine. That you must appease yeah. through oils and chanting. And yeah. Um, but the one the one rule about all machine spirits, uh, machine spirits, like, they can control things like so they control robots they control tanks or whatever yeah. but the one big thing about machine spirits is they cannot modify themselves that's like a written rule about machine spirits so even like they're in they're unable to or you're saying they're not allowed both yeah like i think they're just like an automated function yeah whatever you think they're an automated function yeah a machine uh, spirit Really? So. Yes. Okay, I disagree on that one. They they seem to have a lot more personality than basic programming would imply. Machine spirits almost seem to be altruistic in some portions, though. Like or drive vindictive. a land raider into an enemy. But that's yeah. absolutely it. How is that a basic sure. function? Sure, 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 sure. The ability to assess a situation right. and understand but, that these space. So are you, if you're super religious and you see an event that you can't explain... The you know, of the Emperor. Right, exactly. <laughs> so when the tank drives forward and you accidentally let the break off the parking brake off and it just rolls into the enemy you're like the machine spirit willed such a task right it's but that's well, a really dumb, fire and dumb way of that's not how it's described though it's not described as mistake it's it's describing the and the machine spirit has a personality sure. and you need to appease it some machine or are you reading are into angry. it as a hyper religious it's possible it's possible anything <clears> is possible <throat> Aliens. <laughs> Here, here's a brief tale from Lexicanum <laughs> about what happened with the machine spirit of it. I think it was a Land Raider. One such famous tale is the Land Raider known as Rin's Might that belonged to the Crimson Fist chapter, which survived the missiles that leveled their fortress monastery. Despite not having any crew on board, the machine spirit fought a solo war uh, against an attacking orc warband, killing its war boss and many of his followers overnight before finally yeah, being thank, destroyed. Thank it God was, someone left that gas pedal yeah, press oh down. Right. That's what I'm saying, and though. Picking, and that's literally what I'm... Targets. No, it drove yeah. in a straight line, it hit the war boss, and everyone was like, praise the Emperor, no, praise the machine No, spirit. you're dumbing it down I, way no, you, you know what? Much. I'm open. To, I was just throwing that out there as an option. I think you're dumbing it down way too much. I, I think, I think Eric really likes like. the idea of machine spirits. <laughs> I, I kind of do, too. There's ghosts in the wires! Ghosts in the shell. To me, I can see both. You just hit on something very... Very real for Eric. <laughs> if the Land Raider did roll down a hill, kill an orc war boss, that would absolutely like ripple through the Imperium as like this massive right. story of of how awesome this is. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that there's enough um, examples of will behind machine spirits. Sure, but when your car when your car has a really hard time starting, and you always like humans have a bad habit of personification, they personify things, right? So like uh, that's not the word I was looking for, but my point remains the same. You know, you call your car a name. You know, it's like, oh, she's acting up today. The engine is a little rattly. (laughs) (laughs) I told you my brother was a drone. (laughs) 
Anyways, yeah. So, like, again, could that be just the user reading into, like, you know, oh, my, but my, there's like my boat that kind of you prefer thinking about it? Lists. I, I'm not saying I even prefer So, this. what do you I'm prefer? I'm just trying to like offer the, the alternative. No, no, of course. I get it. Because I know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Play the devil's advocate, but what do you actually enjoy? What do you what do enjoy? Think. Yeah. Do you believe that they I are? We all have machine spirits in us, Eric. <laughs> well, you do. You're a robot. <laughs> but no. Do you actually believe that it's nothing more than us? I, per, like projecting I like, onto these. Things? I like to leave it open ended. Personally, I don't want to say definitively one way or the other. I don't think it yeah. should be definitive. I like that one way well. or the other. But I think what other options should be explored. What do you enjoy? I kind of like the AI thing. Okay. I like the you know. That's I'm not all gonna, I'm trying to get. Okay. At. So explain the AI thing then. It's AI. <laughs> Done. All right. It's AI. AI. But we don't use those words. I don't, I don't know if it. I, or is AI like is a, a dumb, weird thing. A like, dumb AI. Like that's that's the thing. Siri. Like, or, I don't think it's. Uh, well, it's not a silica animus. That's for certain. It's <laughs> yeah, not artificial it, life, and it might not even really be, be like, life at all. Like I said, yeah. like Siri, your it, phone is not alive, but it. You know, you're like. Oh, machine spirit of my phone. Stop trying to put Summon it into, Google. Stop trying to put it into our perspective, though. This is 40K, yeah. where warp exists. This is something <laughs> that we were talking about oh, are earlier. You say, are you implying that machine spirits are like... We literally have examples of the Mechanicum taking Empyrean essences and putting them into machines. Right, but they're not doing how that could they, How could they not... How could some vestige of that exist later in the life? Like, I don't understand. I think you're machine spirits to, are way too common to um, be that. Yeah, but I, you're trying to rationalize something using our understanding of science and our understanding of science is not 40 but that's one of the no no, no but that's one of the funny things about 40k is when our science goes really wrong to them and they worship things that are like well that's just this simple function yeah. it has a very real practical purpose or thing but they explain it in a religious context which gets hilarious yeah right? yeah like, but there's also like the either flip one, side they, where they have way 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 more advanced technology sure. than we could and there's possibly imagine yes. magic <laughs> and then there is also magic you're right yeah so i i i find it tough to try and I, I don't know i feel like i lose something when i try and think about 40k in terms and i try and relate it to my personal life like there's 40k loses some of what makes it special when i try and be like well this is exactly how bolters work and in fact we could make one right now no <laughs> the bolter is supposed to be like the emperor's holy weapon like it's one thing to understand. <laughs> he drank the Kool-Aid. He <laughs> fucking deep. drank the Kool-Aid. That's why he shaved his I, head. Did you, <laughs> you're you're all joining me now. Like, you think you're in here with me. Oh, no, wait. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but no, I, I think, I, I do honestly think we lose something when we try and rationalize. I said that from the start. I said it shouldn't be explained. No, but you're trying to rationalize. I'm giving an option. You, what what do you want? Do you want to rationalize or do you not want to rationalize? Do you I want to give, understand or do you want to not I understand? I want to give various possible explanations okay. and then leave it at that. So, so one of those explanations requires us to have an understanding of science and rationalize their science with ours. Do yes. you like that one? I, I, so abandon it. No. I like it. I like it. I, I like some things. They think it's a machine spirit. Oh, yeah, you got to follow this ritual. You got to yeah. turn the lights it's really on just and a off. user three, manual. Then you got to press this one. But it's like, yeah, that's how you fucking start a car. Yeah. You, you put the key in the ignition, you turn it. Like, that's yeah. how you. Yes. Okay. Then then if all they, of a sudden the machine doesn't start, yeah. right? Then you have to pull out the holy orders and open the hood. Does it mean the machine spirit do doesn't want to be awoken up? Maybe. Is, does there actually maybe your car is kind of crappy this? and it doesn't start yeah, every time I, you turn yeah, it? You that know, like, it, and that's when you start personifying. It. Yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I, yeah. I think that there's definitely cases within the entirety of the galaxy where somebody couldn't start a machine that they thought should start one way, and then they attributed it to a machine spirit. I absolutely think that that has to have happened at some point. Something yeah. went weird, and then it was attributed to personality. But I also think that like there has to be 
within the context of 40k like there's enough examples where crazy unexplainable things oh, yes. or even just yes. interfacing with a machine spirit like there's examples yeah. of that isn't yeah. there yeah, yeah, and, and there is yeah. like some personality there it's yeah. not just right. hard code okay. it's yeah. not just you know I'm way more willing to accept the fact that every single little quirk people attribute to a machine spirit but not everything is actually because of a machine spirit but I, it doesn't take away the fact that machine spirits exist yes. it's just people overreact and say like well if it didn't turn on it must be the machine spirit when truly it just does was a shitty any fuel in the end yeah. and when you have an entire cult based around that machines that happens a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot but okay. like e- even I'm the, more willing to accept the, that fact though e- even the quirks like they could or like the personality or what makes it unique might even just be like the reading when into it yeah faults in the wire yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. Like, this one doesn't like to use its targeter it wants you to target it you yeah know? Like, exactly that's broken. because <laughs> yeah exactly that targeter just doesn't sure. work or the sure. coding was just bad right from the but, get-go and you click this hyperlink but really it takes you somewhere else and you're like that's its quirk but i do think oh, send me to the butt website i, I, <laughs> I do think though i tried to google warhammer and it just sent me to the butts <laughs> i do think that when if you're if you take that as your explanation for all machine spirits, you lose something. So to say that that does exist, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. I so, agree okay. with you. It, so it, in the instances... It, may, it tries to rationalize everything as yeah. cold, hard logic, and everything has a real-life explanation. I don't like that either. In the instances where that isn't the case, and there is something truly unexplainable... Truly divine. Yeah. How do you how do you picture that then? Do you picture it as an AI inhabiting a spirit? Do you picture it as the emperor's protection? Yeah, like again, automated functions, right? Like if you're yeah, in a, but you no, know. no, we're saying this is something that oh is beyond it. It's not just an automatic function. This is something that no, the machine is it, not supposed okay, to do. Because I don't think machine spirits fall in that category. Now you're going into like territory that's pretty much forbidden and has been abandoned as a pursuit. Anything beyond like I wouldn't accept warp spirits in the machines as machine spirits that are like allowed to be there or intentional like sure so you, uh, uh, demon en- engines exist right like a, a, yeah. a, a theoretically machine could be possessed so you say. don't think any of their experiments previous to the horse heresy of putting imperial essences into robots none of those exist carried today. off no i don't think i wouldn't say that i either. would say at this point the demons would have if they were demons they well, would what have if they are demons plants, right yeah. if they because mm, we did say sure a but like at that yeah. point that's not well like used tech that like everyone is familiar with and, like, and you're I, getting to weird stuff that like sure I that am. would be the exception and not the rule yeah but i'm saying and like, at that point i wouldn't call it a machine spirit even because machine spirits are well like they're everywhere they are existing yeah, your day-to-day your functions has a exactly spirit. Like, your welder has a machine yeah, spirit exactly yes. they're they're very they're a lot more common but where do the stories come from and like i feel like we're mirroring our very first episode discussion no i'm just did you get that no i don't oh. that's weird deja vu uh, but if if the stories exist <laughs> of these machine spirits where did they originate where what's the what's the I, i'm telling you truth? i'm telling you okay you're in a jet fighter and you have like automated targeting it's the machine spirit doing that Really, it's just I'm not, advanced program. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not targeting anything. Yeah. But the machine's just doing it for me. Okay, awesome, right? Like, yeah. but, but but that's hold on, programming. Hold on, like that's they understand program because programming. Tech write these programs. They would understand exactly how that functions. Not when they it's built. Wrote it. Not when it's like oh, all steep years ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so much religion, and you like you don't actually know what's going on. You're I know coding because I read a book and I just literally copy and paste exactly what I've read but i don't understand what but, i'm reading or okay. copying. exactly in, we know that they do have an understanding because there is innovation that happens that's in true 40K. that's true so that's it does it's not that they're religiously following it and they don't understand there is actual knowledge there no. so call 
Let's use him as an example, right? He innovated, and he would have had to understand coding on a fundamental level in order to create these new things. And so to say that they're just blindly following something, I think is does a disservice to anyone in the Mechanicum. Are you, are you now defending their pride? Paul's <laughs> not a good example. He is such but a... But it's the biggest example of innovation that we have. <laughs> that, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a slippery slope. Like I, I, I really don't know where I fall because I do kind of like the overly ritualized, like we don't understand what we're doing and why we do it. I like that. It's grimdark. It's like, yeah, you have literal coders who don't know what they're doing. They just press buttons and copy information that yeah. they don't understand. I love that. But at the same time, you're right. There is evidence that supports innovation. It does support things like there is there is a fundamental understanding of like the basics of technology. Yeah, like they're not complete idiots. No, exactly. And 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 yeah, like I think just because of the myriad of authors and the different takes they all take, they all kind of have a, a they slide somewhere on that scale, right? But depending on what the story is and how they sure. want to tell it. But yeah. to me, I would use that as kind of grounds for there are those extreme instances where there is a machine spirit with personality and there are these instances that very well could be the case i'm not arguing against that i'm just saying like let's let's offer all the options and then you can pick and choose in your mind where you want to land on that scale right so there are three types of artificial intelligence narrow and weak general or strong is this real life yeah yeah okay Uh, is it just artificial yeah who knows where how just let me finish. Sure. Just let the man finish. And AI. artificial superintelligence. So currently, right now, we have AI. We have Dumb narrow AI. and weak intelligence, or narrow and weak AI. Siri, Google. Like, what, like what, basic have machine st- learning that can beat the first level of Mario. Exactly. We have stuff like that that, like you said, can beat Mario. So would the that first not level, just be it really, really tapers <laughs> off quick? Still, still though, give it ten thousand years and maybe it'll beat level two. But anyways, like it's evolving. It, it def- machine spirits definitely are AI, but like there's are, AI right, can automated mean such functions. different things. Are they learning? Yeah, they're yeah. adapted to their surroundings and stuff. Are they aware of what they're doing? Probably not. Are they? Well, you have to be aware. Of but then you get into point. things like no, personalities. No, you, yeah. Right? So, so then, and are they knows? or are they not? Who knows? Exactly. And I like to leave it maybe, there. Maybe I like to offer all the true. options and then let people pick and so choose. So with the example that's given like real life AI, it basically is told like, like you simplify it down. So for example, first level of Mario, it, you tell it like, um, if it goes back to the start screen, that's bad. Try something different. And then it, you'll tell it like this Goomba is basically simplified to like a moving red box or something and then so at some point it's going to realize if you hit the side of a red box it's bad so then the next generation of it it'll try and make a different decision to avoid that going back to the, the start difference screen. is that you are telling the robot it's bad and the robot it is, sets up you set up the parameters that and, and that's the thing is, is it's the parameters yes. that's what we have right now yes. is most of it is we set the parameters There's, and then it just runs but from that what point. we're doing also is we're going back to the idea of we're trying to rationalize our understanding of 40k with what we currently understand no, no, and I think that's a problem no, no. So I, I agree for the most part. I don't like super pseudoscience that isn't anything. But when you're Monomolecular. talking... Monomolecular. Yeah, but when you're talking <laughs> about terms, the terms carry over. When you're talking about what actually is AI... Yeah, if they're going to throw if ter- they're gonna throw those words around, they have those to be grounded in reality. But if AI just in 40K like, you gotta- stands for abominable intelligence. AI. And, and they also sure. describe it as artificial life. Sure. Two things that we have not yet defined. Sure. Sure. What are words, really? We also use <laughs> no, emperors, the term emperor, in a very different way than they would in 40K. The terms, I think, 
can have different meanings even though they kind of stem from something similar and i think that this is the case like i just have a hard time trying to put them together and no i i agree with you i hate when stuff is like oh yeah you just gotta inject the plasma core with the fails and blah 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 and then you got that's star trek that's that's retarded yeah i hate that eric knows how to build a reactor but i I, I do know how to build a reactor it sounds dumb to you i can't build one that belongs in a titan because i don't understand 40k science but i just understand <laughs> real science earth science <laughs> to me i like it when they throw in a couple of made-up words to make it sound cool make it sound advanced but i hate it when they try and like rationalize and explain the process of how this like future technology works Michael right. likes and chlorians. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> how much time i listen to a certain podcast that you may or may not have heard of. Have you listened to Star Wars? Anyway, yeah, a little bit. And and they do talk about Metachlorians, and I do yeah. think that after hearing that and kind of after there's the extra universe, like the the other stuff that's not in the movies, that they do a good job of watering down how the movies presented Metachlorians in a way that I do sure, sure. appreciate more, whereas before I was like, this is the dumbest crap ever, whereas they've added canon to make it less egregious. Sure. And in some cases, cool in some small ways. Sure. AI, this, so this is Back on Let's Academy. Yeah. AI is not to be mistaken for a machine spirit that has parallels for um, basic uh, differences. What? What? Yeah. Is that a bomb bot entry? <laughs> yeah, that's a bomb bot entry. Basil. Grenades. Basil? Okay. Uh, grenades. So it's basically say you aren't supposed a- to mix up the two because there are key differences. Yeah. The, the main ability where I led this whole conversation off with is they can't enhance themselves. Yeah, it can't. It's not alive. It's not alive. But then it's, you get the problems like it doesn't have a personality. AI, it's l- right. So then are you reading the personality into something that's not really there? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And who knows? Well, it. But not I, because clearly it says it's not. The so. clarifying factor wasn't it's not alive. This is devil's advocating, by the way. <laughs> but it doesn't say it's not alive. It says it can't improve itself. So long as is that is that Mark's type, terms or is that no the that terms was the lexicanum the key difference is that it can't improve itself. Hold on, they say they are distinct from forbidden forbidden abominable intelligence, not artificial intelligence. They say AI, sure, either way. There no, is no, no, no. There is a, a there is a distinction between abominable intelligence and artificial intelligence. But the distinction is also very loosely defined All on, per, on purpose because they're trying that. to distance yes. it from real life because yes. they're like, well, AI is such a complicated concept. Are we talking about dumb AI? Are we talking about exactly. all the different levels of AI? No, we're talking about abominable intelligence right. which is a very 40k thing that doesn't exist in our yeah. reality and so i think that in 40k they have what we right now would call as artificial intelligence that we have and i do think that it would be able to perform certain functions but i do think that it's at the point where it's limited from improving itself according to that definition anyways and to me that be kind alive. of yeah like there has like it could just be the difference between like 40,000 years of development and where we're at now type of stuff but like the basic small level technology stuff that they have we have like a gun that shoots a bullet it's very mechanical it's very simple if you know the basics they have like crazy laser weapons that like and like a las gun i couldn't understand how the heck that's working like why can i throw it in a fire and suddenly it can like recharge, recharge. <laughs> like i don't understand that and so there's no point in me trying to pretend that what i know as a laser gun from what i've seen now is in any way comparable to that in the future 40k and so when it comes to something like intelligence i think that they could see what we see as advanced artificial intelligence as a dumb fridge like it we have different definitions for the same things because there it's commonplace and here it's that's what i was saying but that's what eric hates technology 
No, I, I just hate blanket stating and saying that machine spirits don't exist in a way beyond us projecting onto machines. That I think was a tough, a tough thing to say. I don't. I, it's too I'm generalized of a statement. I'm it's too generalized options. of a statement. But you said like no, like what happens in the Imperium is that all the people they just interact with the machines on a daily basis and anything that happens in the machine they assume is the machine spirit and there technically is nothing beyond a machine and i think that takes away a lot of what a machine spirit is meant to be in right in here it says that they are pre- capable of exhibiting emotions such as hatred or stubbornness if if yeah a my freaking spirit, gun doesn't load on, right hold on stubborn. if there's if you have a land raider and he's fighting one type of xenos and when you hit the gas pedal, it goes much faster than normal. And when you target things, it's much quicker in targeting, and it's much better at aiming. And then you fight a different Xenos. Racist Land Raider? Little, no, Racist <laughs> Land Raider. Absolutely. They, they exhibit, okay, just clarify. They exhibit a, a hatred against one specific Xenos. But now, that's is it not hatred, though? Or is it literally that they fought them a bunch, and they know how to best fight them? And maybe it's like, onboard AI. Well, exactly. Maybe it's onboard AI knows, knows where to target weak spots. But to remove the ability. We're going in circles. No one's, no we're going in circles. He is. No, we're not. He's giving <laughs> options. He said it. You're not right. He's not right. It could be both. It could be neither. No one knows. We don't know. I'm past this conversation. You guys warm me down. Oh. I'm worn out. Yeah. I'm a little salty. Because they don't like AI. We're, we no, are going no. in circles. No, we are going in circles. Okay. There's no I, progress here. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So as far as I can tell, Christian is saying like it at, based on the information we know, it's left open to interpretation, and you can kind of put your own spin on it, your own flavor on it, depending on how you go. Yes. And so he, I think, yeah, sorry. sorry, as far as I can tell, like Eric is saying that there's enough evidence in the world and within the lore to be able to say with some confidence that there has to be more than that. Sometimes, and so, yeah. And so to me, I think that we all can agree if we can if we can get to the point Careful now. where where we can say that you don't speak for me, Micah. Are there concrete examples within the lore that there is some type of personality, there is some type of of extra thing? But so then you get in the problem of interpretation. Are you reading into it the person? No, no, no. As it's presented within the lore, not not not. But even as it's presented, you yeah, can read so into things. My my final statement on the thing is yeah. oh, and then it's done, right? Then oh yes, no, no, because <laughs> yeah, this will this will solve all our issues. The, oh. the word machine spirit... Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> no, no, no. no the, I'm wor- sorry, the word machine spirit is used for a wide variety of things, and it is also applied to things that it shouldn't be applied to. It's a blanket pe- term. Yeah, so some people... Like, we, when we're talking about it, I think all of us are talking about things that actually have machine spirits. Like, land raiders are known to have machine spirits. Drop pods Drop as well. Pods, yeah. Drop Very pods. well known. Like, there are some even Vulcans, like, even, I think, have yeah. machine spirits. There's there a machine are, spirit within yeah. them. Yeah, but to, to maybe your, your common everyday citizen... Your toaster might have a machine spirit. And your in that fridge case, has a machine spirit. That's why fridge, at night it starts to rumble. And, exactly. Yeah. So it, it makes weird noises. Yeah. So the you, radiator. Get, you can get both yeah. examples where it is actually something beyond, and then it's also something where, yes. oh, your, your fridge isn't working. Um, we all ma- agree so far. Yeah, plug it in. You appease the machine spirit, right? <laughs> yeah. That's not a fucking machine spirit. I think. I think that we can all agree on, right? Yes. Yeah. It, there's a very yeah. wide way, range, and even in the Imperium, literally what I was saying. If I misinterpreted stuff. what you were saying, I apologize. We're not. We're but saying there's just options. What I had heard. <laughs> we're just saying <laughs> what there's I heard. options every <laughs> okay. which way. End it. End it now. Put us um, out of our misery. I got another uh, thing that's fun. <laughs> go. Go. Do it. Do it. Do you guys not the Do we have another hour to argue? Throne Mechanicus? Is yeah. that what you're going to talk about? Throne Mechanicum, yeah. yeah. So, there... 
They're used in Imperial Knights and as well as Titans, but more commonly in Imperial Knights. Um, And basically, they are... They are definitely machines that are capable of learning and having feelings imprinted upon them. So you actually have knights, generations of knights that go into these, and then the the throne mechanicum will actually download, absorb, whatever word you want to use. The personality. So it's not actually like, is it alive? It's definitely not alive. Or, it's is, just it, somehow, or is it absorbing? Yeah, it's just yeah. somehow taking on these characteristics. Because there are knights where it's like, yeah, they don't like favoring their right knee because... Yeah, back got, in the day they injured it or whatever, yeah, and, and, and that actually had like a detrimental effect on the pilot because he felt that. So that because the, his mind is melded with the machine. Exactly. Right. So this is another example of I don't think this is even AI. I think this is more just like well, artificial learning, whatever. It's the, no, it's but the it's, fact it's, that it's, it can write itself. Like you can interact with a remote all you want. Yeah. That remote is never going to learn yeah. your tendency for. But, there are smart TVs. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even with the basic remote, I, I, I really like Channel 5, and I keep pressing Channel 5. You, you channel program five. it. Over time, that yeah. button wears down. That button becomes a little listed. Sometimes I have to press <laughs> harder on that button. Uh-huh. That's a hardware fault, not a software thing. Sure, but this is just extrapolating the idea. Into like, well, hardware and software are very different. Okay, sure, whatever. whatever. I quit. No, I'm done. Like, I'm over it. We're going back. We're dragging right <laughs> back like into the, the whole <laughs> I like the throne mechanicum. I, it's an interesting thing. It, it it does show the capacity to grow and hold onto things beyond what was originally intended mm-hmm. for its creation. And yeah. I would actually say the way that this article in Lexicanum is worded from the way I read it is that it does actually potentially give very practical explanations to why it acts in the way it does, why it would have personality and stuff like that, to the point where it might not even be like what we're referring to as the machine spirit necessarily, and that it is basically just, it's gone through so many simulations, it's gone through so many generations, it's gone through so many um, examples of the same type of combat and different types of combat, and it learned different things along the way. And so as it's going through, if somebody's trying to just walk off a cliff for no reason, it's going to know, oh, that's bad. Big falls are not a good thing. <laughs> I've done that one. I don't want to do that. And then it, not this it, time. It might yeah. step in, and so, so that could be perceived as personality, whereas that could also be a learned function, like a yeah. learned function because of something that happened. That's way closer to like your Mario example, where yeah. it's just and that's like, kind of what I was drawing yeah. on. Yeah, where it's basically just been provided certain information. It had certain parameters at some point, but because it's been passed down for generations, it's yeah. had however many centuries of combat experience. I, I guess the question is, is it able to enter in a new... Is the throw Mechanicum... Okay, a knight goes into a scenario it's never been in before. It's pilot and the knight has never been in. Uh, yeah. Some race or some beast or whatever that it can't assess it in a heartbeat because it's never seen an example of it before. Yeah. Will every knight react to that the same way? Or will their personality of the knight help dictate how they react to those things. And that's an interesting thing is we don't have an example of you doing it. You don't know whether it's friend or foe or how dangerous or how safe it is, but will these two different knights have different ideas on how to approach it based yep. on what they've previously learned? Yeah, and that shows that it's not just a danger or non-danger thing. It, it can also be like a choice of preference. No, no, okay, well. How much, how much firepower do you want to put into this right now? Do you want to blast it with your most dangerous weapon or are you just going to throw a knife at it and be done with it right like people take different we we react to things differently but based still, on our previous yeah like, exactly but, but it's learning and that, that shows a beyond a simple like ah that's death that's death that's death that's death it shows that we can no no because it, it can be so simple as oh i've been in combat before but how do you know you're in combat with this thing 
the I, pilot's there. To yeah. Make that how judgment. does the pilot assess the situation? How does he the trigger when you walk into it? How does he know it's dangerous? Because how do you know something? And that's the thing. Maybe you don't. Maybe you both walk in there. You always know. Okay. You walk into a cloud of gas. It might be dangerous. It might not be. Sure. And what do you do? I take precautions either way. Okay. Does a knight understand how to take precautions? Maybe the knight doesn't, but the pilot should. But even the knight might. Like, maybe it's been enough. No, but gas clouds, it's like, hold your breath. Okay. I don't know if this is safe, but history has told me, hold my breath. Otherwise, I might die. It's It's better to be wrong and live than. Yeah. But that's not it, like, making a a decision like, oh, I've never been in this. What should I do? It's more, I think it still comes back to what it has experienced. Maybe it has experienced. If it's not sure, be careful. Yeah. Like another interesting thing about the throne though is it rewrites the person's mind that it's melding with. Yeah, it does. It's a two way street. I yeah. yeah. I think that you you either weak enough that you can't overpower it or you're strong enough and you overpower it. And then you leave your mark on it. Yeah. And then the next person that comes along, there's a little bit of you left over. Yeah. So there's a little bit of me left over. <laughs> but, Gross. Yeah, it's another interesting <laughs> Do you example sit on my of like weird no. here pseudo AI type thing where <laughs> what is that what you what? you're on <laughs> camera Eric I will remind you sir <laughs> um, I don't know I got no other examples of what I want to talk about do you guys got anything else uh, I had kind of a cool idea hmm. of the idea of creating my own cohort okay um, so Back when the Accords, or maybe Sect, maybe a Sect is a better idea for this, yeah. uh, but back when the Accords, I know, it's pretty cool, back when the Accords of Mars, or the Crimson Accords, sorry, were written, and it stated that, you know, the Silica Animus is evil, and anyone who attempts to recreate it is evil and must be killed, and then everything with the Silica Animus in it also must be killed. Yeah. Um, I had the idea, like, what if you created a cohort and of the Legio Cybernetica, and you viewed it as like your holy mission to hunt down uh, all potential abominable intelligences. And it was like mm-hmm. the idea is that you would specifically create a cohort, and all they did is you know they didn't guard Forge Worlds. Yeah. They tried to avoid campaigns or crusades unless they were like, no, I think there's an AI on this thing that I want to hunt down and fight. So yeah. it was kind of just like, what's the purpose? Of like my specific cohort is like no, like yeah. my purpose is to hunt down. And sometimes AI. it leads you down a path where there wasn't an AI at the end. Yeah, so, absolutely. And yeah. to me, I hope that like more often than not, yeah, least, yeah, it's it's a dead end. And I think that it's cool if at some point you oh, do come yeah. across that. But if like every other mission, you're coming across like abominable intelligence. Like at this point, no, it's no, so no, rare within the universe. No, no, no. So, like, like it. Yeah. Sh- like there should be dead ends in your it's lore. It's one of Please. those things where it's like <laughs> yeah. you research and hunt for seven hundred years, yeah, and then you are like, all right, I've exhausted this. There's no AI at the end of this. Now on to my next clue yes. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So cool. I, I just I like the idea that um, like the Crimson Accords and the need to kill AI is still a very. I, I wanted to re bring life back into it. Yeah. Um, I I like to think that the men of iron are still somewhere out there. Well, there already is UR025. He still exists. Yeah. And he is a confirmed and the, and man of iron. I I think he's one of many and they yeah. are one of many? Not like many as in like millions and billions, but, but sure. like he is tens. How, how, what's that one fucking meme? <laughs> <laughs> How many is too many? Yeah, depends. Are you talking killed children or Or dollars? Three dollars? Not a lot. Three dead children? That's a lot. Okay, I have a question about that specific example. What was it? You are you are zero two five. You are zero two five. Yeah. 
what was it like? Was it murder all humans? Was it no? He's he's simple? masquerading. He's as pretending a, to be a mechanic. A, as yeah, a he's he's pretending to be a Legio Cybernetica robot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He very much looks like a Castellan too. He is very. He's very got a unique similar. body, but yeah, it's, it's similar shape and size. Yeah, it's a very yeah. clunky machine. Mm-hmm. And his weaponry, his weaponry 60s. doesn't speak um, of being anything special. An assault cannon. So then, yeah. how does that story end? I'm curious. Spoilers. Is the Blackstone? Black I don't know. It's still, oh. still going. Oh, it's on. still going. That yeah. makes sense. Well, I think Mark just said they released the last. Thing. The last chapter is going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if if you look at his weaponry, like this is an assault cannon and power cloth. There's he might, nothing special. In on his him. rules, though, they might have some kind of hidden tech. I don't know. He regains a wound. Yeah. I did look at the rules. Like ultimately, okay. like it's not his body that makes him. It's special. his mind. It's his mind. That's and what that, I'm saying. Like yeah. he's trying to dumb it down. Like how much has he changed over like the? That, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not an be, example of all men of iron. No, no that's exactly. just the skin he's currently wearing. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, how much has he changed in order to try and fit in with the Imperium mm-hmm. and try and blend in? Yeah, I'd probably say all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, why would you choose well, to do I mean, that? When yeah, you when you go into anything that you want, right, exactly. And that, then that's exactly it. Like, if you've seen Brainiac and Superman, or if you've seen like uh, who's a robot in uh, Avengers, Ultron. 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 You're right. Like, he, oh, he can inhabit many bodies. He can be one body. He can. Yeah. He can take any form. But yeah, no, I I like the like URS twenty five. Um, I think he's cool. I like him. Do you I get would, a sense I would hunt for him his down intent? and kill him. <laughs> I'm like a right, little but bit. that's exactly it. Your guy's like on his trail. He might be a hundred years behind it. Yeah, but he's, might even be two thousand years behind yeah. him. But I'm but hunting UR twenty zero twenty five. And every once in a while, like you run into a guy yeah. and your cohort or whatever actually does kill an AI. And like, what a moment of celebration that would be yeah, for but it's also you. super dangerous and you might absolutely you might lose your entire cohort or whatever to this so i, I don't know i like i the, like it no, i like giving it, like that purpose yeah yeah, yeah. either way though bombots are a type of simple war robots <laughs> <laughs> well thank god we can throw a grenades at them <laughs> so yeah uh anything else it's a cool idea tau ai Oh, oh yeah, I actually did want to bring oh, that up we, here. Yes, and we did talk about it a it's long just, time just, ago. Just say that they exist. I think it's dead. it's not abominable intelligence. What it's by whose standard though? Well, because now because it's not. <laughs> oh God, we're back in. There. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's actively trying. There's no examples of that Tau AI. You don't know what trying. it wants. Okay, you don't. There know are what no it wants. examples of that Tau AI actively trying to destroy. Its creators. Right? Why does that have to be the sign of abominable AI? intelligence? It doesn't have, have even to be. abominable. No, no, it abominable. Yeah. The definition was self-improving, I believe. So, is there examples of how? Okay. AI yes, it is definitely self-improving. And to me, that's pretty abominable. Right, and again, like they self-improve. It gets weirder. Yeah, I, I tau drones. I can't. No, 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 no. But the AI. Okay, hold on. Are you talking about? Because there is a self-aware AI in the Tau lore now. What's that? Don't say Anva because it's just a hologram. No, he's uh. Uh, he's in Farsight's enclaves. Uh, he runs a battle suit, right? Yeah. yeah. So he sits in a crisis battle suit forever? That's like his body? Like that's UR-25's body? I would imagine. I don't know all the, the lore behind it. And okay. But a Tau drone, they are described as having AI. Would you consider that Different like, levels of AI. Would you We're going that, back, right? We're dra- no, I'm would, not going there, Eric. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Would you say that's more like an Imperial type of AI? Where it's like not... Because a Tau drone, can they self-improve? I don't. I don't I, think so. I think no, ta- no, it's a dumb AI. Exactly. Yeah, they're very. Right. They're very but there dumb are smart AI in the Tau, like and the I, one, like it, the one in Farsights. Is that a rogue thing? Or I've never heard of that. So. There is also there is one that's like taking over the Tau, isn't there? Did I misread that? Is that a thing? I don't know. I've never heard. that. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Where it's yeah. like all I know is Tau drones. The Tau are now being led by an AI, but they don't know it. 
Well, ethereals, but that's anyway. No, no, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but it's not ethereals. So just Tau drones are described as having AI. Yeah, but it also very clearly states that they need multiple Tau drones in order to make more complex decisions. Right. So if they are if they are unable to make those complex decisions on their own, I, we literally agreed on this. Already. Yeah, so I'm I said dumb like, AI. The drones, but I'm not talking about drones. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. they're called. Drones. So Tau has AI, and even drones might not be a great word for those because they can. Well, like they're called shield drones, aren't they? No, I know, but I'm just thinking what the actual definition of a drone is. But sure, uh, but Tau call them, or humans call them. They're called drones. Tau yes, drones on yes. tabletop. And that is a descriptive. But yeah, so Tau have AI. We know that. Yeah, Necron have AI. Eldar do it. Have AI, I believe. Uh, do they? I, th- yeah. I feel like I think. their whole economy and or not economy, but their whole the craft world. Everything. I thought it was yeah. alive, and they sing it into existence. I didn't. Think I remember that it was they actual... had AI somewhere in some capacity. And even if it could be even pre-fall Eldar. But that's the other thing is like, is I don't think it describes, is there AI just like run by spirits? Or I, is I it, always thought it was more spiritual it could in its could nature. Be, but I think it's open-ended as well. Really? I believe so. Okay. I could be wrong. Orcs definitely. Send your complaints to James Complaints. Don't. <laughs> James <laughs> Complaints. Yeah. yeah, orcs I don't think it normally exhibit any <laughs> AI. I'm thinking. Tyrion, yeah. it's possible. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be thrown off by orcs. What else? Yeah. Yeah, Tyranids, right? Everything is biological with them. That would almost be a sweet war boss. There is like a war boss who like wired himself into a forge world. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Controls like the planet. But that's that's a biological creature taking over a machine. That's a servitor level type. Not level. No, but it's still like a biological brain. I'm saying like what if... It's an android type thing. Like a, a crazy mad doc builds a robotic war boss by accident even it comes alive and is now leading this war but like yeah but uh, there's no examples of that no 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 i'm just yeah, making okay. it up right now yeah but i think that'd be kind of cool yeah what else is out there dark eldar the uh the sp- i think they also say it's unknown what the spindle robots are on blackstone they're ai spindle robots i've never even heard of those they're like um, little spidery looking weird yeah. guys there are some kind of ai and they they don't talk about their origins. People are assuming it might be uh, old ones. Oh, never mind. We talked or... about those during the uh, Black Crusade episode just recently. If yeah, 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 yeah. So I and I don't know. Do they? They don't say what what their origin is, right? I think they no. try to leave that. They say the origin remains mysterious. Yeah, and but like, they are native to Blackstone Fortresses. Right, exactly. And Blackstone Fortresses like precursors almost every technology. Right. So in then, the like, galaxy. are they made by old ones? Even is yeah. the question. What What is their origin? Did they develop after the fact? Who knows? Right. That's cool. Do you want to pull up a picture there, Mark? Oh yeah. What else? What else is an example uh, of AI <laughs> doing things over there? <laughs> click. Every few minutes, click. He's just playing a game. Yeah, I think Tau, like, they are much more accepting of AI. Until it turns around and bites them. I'm telling you, man. It hasn't yet, but... No, but I think that's a new plot point that they're trying to push. And again, I could Um, be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm open to being wrong. I need to see what you're looking at, because Anva is, like, their current leader. Yes, who died. And he's a dead Tau ethereal who has now... A hologram and like yes. does appear to people, but I believe an is AI it, is in control and using him as a front is kind of what the is story is. Now again, I, that's I'm your headcanon. Very, no, no, no. I think I do. You actually have like reason to believe that? Or yes, is that what you I believe I read it somewhere, okay. but like my memories are. Are you mixing up Reddit and canon lore? He does that <laughs> constantly. Yes, my mind. He writes Reddit lore. I'm the only one on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Comment to myself. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then the whole thing. It like, does say right there. The on Lexicanum and the source is the Okay, I should go read that then, the eighth edition Tau Codex. Yeah. But it does say his original personality and memories have been implanted into an AI like device. Sure. So, but so it definitely lacks and, and biological people, Yes, and now people but. are reading into it like, oh, okay, is this the new men of iron that is you know, mm-hmm. could this be the direction the Tau faction go in and they're gonna be like the tech robots? And, and it know. definitely does kind of open itself up because you have like a what basic framework of his there? personality and who he was and his memories, and then you put it in an AI. That's basically the same as what we were talking about, about setting the parameters. From like that, in, so the that's first a, moment you turn that on, that's sure, that's him. But five years after a few not battles, even five years, one second at processing, yeah, just, yeah. being able to process that Infinite. much faster, yeah, he like, becomes yeah. something How would he else. Actually, then, grow. Yeah, transcend. I think that it does. And it the other weird change. thing, the other weird thing too, when you're moving or digitizing consciousness, one, do you digitize Which consciousness is real, right? or do you? No, but like it's, <laughs> no, I, it's I theoretical, right? Yeah, like, yeah. do you digitize consciousness and actually turn you into a machine? Or, or like upload your consciousness into a computer or are you copying the files of your brain and you're really going to die but the memory of you in the computer thinks you lived on same as like the teleportation thing of like do you die and then atoms reassemble somewhere else that has all your memories and that's not really you and you're dead or does it actually move you across in the end the end result is very similar, isn't it? Because isn't no, supposed, isn't it supposed so to be indistinguishable? It, it's indistinguishable to everyone except for the person that died, and they obviously can't tell you if they died. So the so end result you, is the exact you, same. Eric, the Eric yeah. that's looking at me right now will be dead. Yeah, but the Eric in the computer tells me it has all your memories and says it's you and right. thinks it even thinks but it's you. But you don't know that you're dead and the computer doesn't yeah, know Yeah, I can't dead, tell you that I'm so dead. So the end result is the exact same. The end result to me is that's the exact same. Well, but even I'd to me still, and the robot, even me and no, the computer, because no, no, I'm know. still dead, though. I, I died versus I actually transposed my consciousness into the computer. I am actually in the computer. Has anyone ever seen the movie The Prestige? Of course. Yeah. That's a great movie. It's that. Spoilers. No, that yeah. one's very. No, no, no. So what happens is oh, Wolverine. Sure, sure. No one knows if they're the copy or the real. Yeah. But so except that the. No, no, the real one dies, and it's always the copy that lives. Exactly. But, but that's putting a hard statement on what I'm saying that you but don't and the, can't. The, know. the new person is the copy, as far as they know. You will have all the they memories. Are you the think exact same right, person. Yes. So again, instead of digitizing, let's talk teleportation. The Eric that's sitting in this chair and the Eric that will sit in that chair. When I ask the Eric in that chair, are you still alive? He's going to say, yeah, of course. Like, I'm I was here. there, now I'm here. And I have all your memories up until even that point. He doesn't know that you died. The Eric that's looking at me right now, he doesn't exist anymore because he's dead. Right. And you can't say anything. Versus right. it actually did transpose. Right. It actually did work and you are now over there. But if you if you remove like the... Because you're thinking about this. You're specifically trying to say, like, ooh, is this the real Eric or is this not? But in the end, three years from now, like, if you didn't think about it, it doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter to me, but it matters to you because you just died. Is that what you've been doing this whole time? (laughs) That's all that matters. Can we end this episode? (laughs) Just wait. Just wait. This this is actually good. Like, do you get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter to anyone else in the room except you because you're the one that dies. If I told you you will die jumping into this teleporter... Would you do it? Right. No, I, there's no way I would. Right. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it essentially will make a copy of you that right. thinks you've and made it. Eric, in, in Eric the, as an idea, will still live on through this copy. Yes, and right. it'll have all your mannerisms. And that will be a plague be on the galaxy indis- for sure. <laughs> indistinguishable yeah. from you. Yeah. And but you will be dead. I yes. won't know you died. Okay, Mark bring, you bring it back to 40K will, then. Will Does he still have a soul or is he a blank? Well, I'm, like, I'm a ginger, so... Okay, he's already a blank. But... 
But I have no soul. It, within the 40k world, bringing it back to at least something somewhat on topic. Yeah, well, we know teleportation would, works in 40k. So then, we don't know about digitizing consciousness, and Tao have small souls anyways. Yeah. So mm-hmm. does Anva's spirit go yes. into the machine? I don't exactly, know. Exactly, yeah. is Because the idea of a soul and spirit is very important in 40k. Yeah. Right? Does Anva's... <laughs> Does that just say Bombot over and over again? I no. wish. <laughs> Does Aunva's soul actually transfer into the machine is would be very a very important distinction. We don't know, right? Did Aunva yeah, really die in the machine? Is it mimicking yeah. the br- brain is waves? That? Or is it, you know. It looks like gibberish. <laughs> All right, well. It's a good place okay. to end it. This episode is very long. It's not that long, but yeah. Long enough. Anyways, <laughs> anything else? Uh, go join our Patreon. If you're still listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> Why do you apologize? $2 a month. You get video content eventually. What's Hopefully this one, for? but we'll see. Our behavior. Mark is our not. collective group. This behavior. is what you want to apologize for? Yeah. Out of all the behavior that you've exhibited <laughs> over the three years, that's right here. This is what you feel is worthy of apologizing Yeah, because everything else was a joke, but this is too real. <laughs> I think Mark's mind is broken. Yeah. He just needs a minute to process. <laughs> Well, uh, thank you for listening to this uh, episode on the Legio Cybernetica. Thank you for joining us, Christian. Thank you for joining us, Micah. Mm -hmm. Good to have you back. Thank you. Um, And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us, Mark. You're always here. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.